welcome to Stays Crunchy and Milk. If you have questions or comments, we have multiple ways we can be reached. Twitter is, of course, the best way for those who need instant gratification. And the show's Twitter feed is at SkimPod, S-K-I-M-P-O-D. Stays Crunchy. For the more patient amongst you, the email address for the show is podcast at StaysCrunchyandMilk.com. Crunchy again being spelled with a K. Crunchy. Hey, feel free to give us a call at 216-264-6311. That's 216-264-6311. We're available by Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher Radio, anywhere. Fine podcasts are available. And of course, at the website, stayscrunchyandmilk.com. Please rate, review, subscribe, and share wherever possible, including on YouTube, where we can now be found at Stays Crunchy, and over on Twitch, where we're still Stays Crunchy in Milk. Our personal Twitters are Tatum216, Lunchbox2099, The Real ODP, and I'm your host, the Internet's Tayrail713. Stays Crunchy, Stays Crunchy, Stays Crunchy, Stays Crunchy, Stays Crunchy, Stays Crunchy. I both hate and love Draymond Green for flipping off Memphis fans and saying, I'll just take the fine. I make $25 million a year. <laughs> and I'm like, you're an asshole, but you ain't wrong. <laughs> it's one of those things where, like, he, I want to hate the man because he cost me championships. But everything he said was fucking true. Exactly. Like, and when- it's like, he's saying shit that, like, we all kind of knew, but, like, no one ever had the balls to say it. And now that he's saying it, I'm like, God, it's it's like um in Anchorman when uh fucking Vince Vaughn is just like, you know, I just in my core pure hate you. But god damn it, do I respect you. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. All right. Quick little Did you see JJ Reddick this morning though, when they were talking about it on ESPN? No, what did Mr. Reddick have to say? So I don't know who this Mad Dog Russo guy is that Stephen A. Smith keeps trotting out on the first take lately, but <laughs> but this old uh, Italian-looking jabroni, um, he basically hit him with the the fucking Fox News shut up and dribble, and, and JJ Redick fucking tore him a new asshole for like two minutes straight. There's a video of it floating all over Twitter from this morning. It was fucking glorious. Fair enough. I will have to. Uh, I will have to take a peek and poke at that. I don't really fucking JJ Reddick, but that's maybe, maybe most because uh, his, his, I think his Duke days is just everybody who played at Duke. I'll be like looking at sideways. That's the thing. JJ Reddick went from being like fuck JJ Reddick to like, God damn it, JJ Reddick, you out here fucking being a good person, spitting bars and shit. How dare you put the fucking gospel out here? And- <laughs> I have to I, I, get I, over my my hatred of players, people who played at Duke. It's not cool for me to do that. So a Duke player helped us get a ring. So I got to put some respect on it. I'm I'm putting it in the uh, Twitter group chat. Cool, cool. It's funny too, though, because then it's like I'll read some of the comments and there'll be like a few black people will be like, oh, he's invited to the cookout. And then there'll be like another subset of black people who'll be like, we can't be inviting all the white people to the cookout just because they did one thing right. Yeah, you can't get invited to the cookout for the bare fucking minimum. I'm sorry, buddy. This, this cookout is getting expensive and large. Oh, shit. All right. And you have to know what the flow is going to be this week because Ludacris uh, did this. So get this right. Go ahead, stupid niggas. Go fuck with them chicks. I'm the third little piggy. I'm going to fuck with them bricks. Better yet, the bakery, I got pies and cakes. 
Niggas think doubling is turning five to eight. I turn eight to 20, 20 to 100, 100 to 1,000, that to 100,000 in front of housing. Close the mall down, dog. No one's allowed in. I'm copping everything. I'm done with browsing. It's the top dom, glockpalm.com. Get your shit rock, ma, like I seen rock, ma. And I'm extra scary. CEO, CEO, all the fronting ain't necessary. I fuck the secretaries. All for information. It ain't necessary. They in love like the 14th of February. Play them like April 1st right before I slide off. It could be March 2nd. Sound like July 4th. Bop! Halloween or Memorial Day. At your memorial be one year from today. All y'all think it's peace and peachy. I leave you Reese Pieces. All my bitches rock. Christian Dior. BCBG. Round phony niggas get the heebie-jeebies. Hungry hoes say killer. Feed me, feed me. Calm down, my Easy, easy. Talk greasy. Please believe me. Get my man Wheezy. Still rock a Leezy's to squeeze. Appease me. He ain't no tease but measly. Not doggies, angels. Killer. Please believe me. Hello and welcome to it. Stays episode, it stays crunchy in milk. Episode 444. And this ain't the story of OJ. Hmm. This is the show for the week of May 9th, 2022, and I'm joined by my best friends, Tatum216. Man, OJ used to be my hero. <laughs> I loved him in uh, The Naked Gun. Yeah, I mean, I'm not fucking around. I used to, like, before everything came out, like, I really fuck with OJ Simpson. Like, um, you know, he seemed like a pretty nice guy. He was in the Naked Gun movies. Yeah. And then, like, um, you know, Erkin started beating his wife, and then his son killed her. Yeah, it goes down like that. We're also joined by Lunchbox 2099. I only showed up because I was told we were going to talk about OJ. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the RV in Puerto Rican is uh, running behind. Will he show up this night? I am doubtful. Yeah. But we'll just, at least you'll see. <laughs> I, could be, I can be proven wrong. I would shake the Magic 8 ball and it would come up with <laughs> doubtful. <laughs> But remote show, which means uh, we do what we do. I'm saying I got a little news, a little chatty chat betwixt us. Me and Ant came up with a topic just on the fly as we were doing, doing pre-show, which I'm like, fuck it, that'll be it. And uh, I'm an asshole, a little entertainment talk. I'm get the fuck out of here. I promise you, it's lovely. You'll get a good little telling of our week, and I hope you enjoy hearing it. And uh, it's dope to hear people saying, reaching out and saying, yo, I fuck with that show. That episode was good. This was fun. This was funny, and so forth and so on. So I dig it. Thank you for that. Nothing like having a little Somebody feedback to make you know. To oh, uh, Nick! Nick yesterday uh, wrote to, to, to say how she was listening to an episode, and I just like I was like, "Cool, I like I like that." I say, "Bro, I tell people all the time, your favorite podcaster's favorite podcast." I say that shit. I'm not. I may not be their favorite podcast. You know, what I'm saying you could probably be like, oh, no, they would never say that. But I can tell you right now, podcasters you fuck with listen to this show because they fuck with us. Just straight up and down. That's just I'm telling you that shit. I'm not joking when I say it. We're, you we're know, like, it. we're like we're like Travis Scott, like six years ago. <laughs> I'm always surprised when people say they listen, and, it, and it's not because I think we're bad, but like I'm just like, that's cool. It, that that was my that is my <laughs> point. I'm like, thank you, thanks for thanks for uh, thanks for letting us know what we do has some value to you. So I ride out with that. 
Uh, first story, only story. I'm only doing one this week. Feds charged three, including North Olmstead mother and son in January 6th Capitol riot. It's by Adam Fearsay over at Cleveland.com. Cleveland, Ohio. Federal prosecutors on Wednesday accused three people, including a woman and her son, of participating in the January 6th riot at the U.S. Capitol. Kimberly Wargo, 55, of North Olmstead, and Colton Wargo, 26, of Westlake, are charged with knowingly entering a restricted building and violent entry and disorderly conduct. Another man, Justin M. Smith, 20, of Brunswick, is charged with similar crimes. All three were released from custody after making their initial appearances in front of U.S. Magistrate Ju- Judge Jonathan Greenberg. Kimberly and Colton Wargo were released on an unsecured $25,000 bond. Smith was released on a $20,000 unsecured bond. Their cases were transferred to the U.S. District Court in Washington, D.C. for the remainder of the proceedings. The Wargos are the first from Cuyahoga County, so we got to finally nail it down in the great state of Ohio to more our neck of the woods, to be charged with storming the, ju- the Capitol during an attempted an attempt, forgive me, to stop the certification of Joe Biden's presidential election. More than 40 others from Ohio and more than 700 nationwide have been charged in the wide-ranging investigation. Both admitted to FBI agents that they were inside the Capitol during the riot, and they signed surveillance photos acknowledging the images they showed th- that showed them walking through various parts of the building, according to charges, charging documents filed in federal court. Agents in Washington, D.C. first honed in on the war goals, according to court documents, when they found a phone registered Colton inside or near the Capitol during the riot. This man dropped his phone. Wow. Cleveland FBI agents took over the case and they found images from surveillance cameras that show Colton Wargo donning a red Trump hat and a T-shirt with a drawing of the former president and Kimberly Wargo wearing an American flag shirt walking into the building about 2.20 p.m. January 6th. The pair walked into the rotunda through the hallway near the House and Senate offices and joined up with a mob of people in the statuary hall. The mob walked upstairs to the House gallery, according to uh, court records. Both told FBI agents they drove together to Washington and attended the Save America rally in which Trump spoke and told supporters that the election was a fraud. Mm. He also told the crowd, if you don't fight like hell, you're not going to have a country anymore. The Wargos marched to to the Capitol, saw people going inside and joined them, they told FBI agents. Both said they stayed inside the building for about 30 minutes. A police officer in tactical (laughs) gear yelled at them to leave and they complied according to court records. Smith is part of an unidentified political belief organization, according to court records. He walked into the Capitol carrying a flag that read Trump 2020, the sequel, Make Liberals Cry Again, according to court records. A confidential informant who, does not, who doesn't know Smith sent the FBI screenshots from Smith's Facebook page, which used the profile name Unborn Love that showed Smith wearing the same clothes as when he was inside the, cap- the Capitol, according to court records. The post included a graphic that read, when tyranny becomes law, resistance becomes duty. The informant notified the FBI out of a sense of outrage regarding the attacks against law enforcement on the day of the riot. FBI agents watched open source video and photos from Reddit.com and videos posted on YouTube (laughs) and interviewed two people who identified Smith as the flag carrier, according to the FBI. Another person told the FBI about about belonging to the same political organization and that Smith bragged about his participating in the riot and showed photos he took inside the Capitol, according to records, excuse me, according to court records. Yeah, it, it seemed like Ohio's always in the in the middle of some bullshit. Like, um, 
that one dude who got um, voted in last night from Ohio with those um, those political ads that seem fake as fuck, and this this dude actually won. Um, he got Trump's uh, support, yep, and that was enough to push him over. And it's not like he won. They have four candidates running, and they all just he it, it helped fuck up everybody else's numbers. So he got thirty two percent of the of the vote of those people. So it's like like a massive win, but he will win massive come come of. Well, is he running against Sherrod Brown or is he running? No, he's trying to take uh he's taking what's called a seat, so he wouldn't be running against Sherrod Brown. So he'll win massive in November because this state. Um, uh, I I truly and I with with just uh. No disrespect to the great state of Ohio, because I, I I love it here. I, I called it home. Have been have, have began researching uh, other places to live. I I don't think I can safely live here much longer. I have a trans child, and uh, the way these uh the, the these laws are are being posted on the books, and the way this particular Supreme Court is uh saying fuck it, states' rights. Currently, it puts me in a situation where I'm like, this might not be the safest place for me to raise my family. So I am not saying I'm leaving anytime soon, but I'm not. But I'm, but I'm definitely I definitely have been looking not at opposed shit, so. to it. Yeah. So I will. We'll see what the where that goes and uh, go from there. But that is a that is a, what is going on as of late. Uh, for around these neck of the woods, I find it not amusing. I find it, I don't know what the fuck I find it. It is amusing. The motherfuckers just can just riot at the Capitol and uh, just, you know, you, you can be out on bail. Whereas people who rioted in, like, you know, let's say Minnesota after George Floyd or uh, St. Louis after Mike Brown and so forth and so on, be having years and no bonds and no whatever, but fuck it, burn the Capitol down. Use that fucking uh, privilege. So that is uh, where that goes some days. It's upsetting. But like I said, that was the only story I had this week. I didn't want to dig too deep in the old realm of news because I just... Well, just... Uh, since we already talked about some pretty shit, uh, some shit that made us upset, <laughs> I'm going to ask you to talk about um, the wing list for, oh. uh, that I sent you. That uh, Dan also sent you Indeed. while I while I work on uh, finish working on this di- this different bit. Cleveland, you got it. Cleveland's the best wings. And send it to me on my phone. They both yeah, both these gentlemen sent it to me on my phones on my phone. So I got to jump to it on uh on my computer to, here. Uh, tonight this we'll is. Pl- oh oh tonight no, go ahead, go we'll, ahead. Tonight we'll play an edition of The Price Is Real. Cool, cool. Uh, this is from the good people over at Scene. This is the best chicken wings in Cleveland, according to Reddit, by Brett Zellman. Like I said, both these gentlemen ended up sending this to uh, to us. So, uh, actually, I can click on the link and open up the Reddit post, too, so that'd be dope. Reddit is a treasure trove of useful opinions and information, especially when it comes to recommendations around town. Recently, Reddit user uh, PM nice stuff to me. <laughs> <laughs> Started a thread titled Best of Hot Wings in Cleveland. Hold on. And commenters didn't disappoint, dropping tips on their favorite wings from, from east to west. How many have you tried? Scroll down from images. Buckeye Beer Engine, which is uh, up the road from my house. Buckeye Beer Engine 
was has great wings and the engine hot was always a great blend to me. Very spicy sauce that had great favor, flavor. Plus, you can get a basket of tots, which is a big plus. That's from Valen Luca. And I know that name. Why do I know the name Valen Luca? Search Google. I'm just going to do a quick Google search for that name. I feel like that is a character in. Uh, yep, it is. It's a character from the book, the, from the book series, The Wheel of Time. <laughs> so. Character Sports Bra, which is in uh, on Brook Park Road in the city of Parma. Characters in Brook Park Road, you're welcome, is all this person has wrote about these particular wings. It's a sports bar. Um, Brook Park, it looks like it's across from... This picture looks like it has a picture of a White Castle, but I don't know no White Castle. Oh, I know where this is at. This is over there, because there used to be a White Castle there. It's simply not Brooke there anymore. Pearl. Yeah, yeah. So I'm looking I'm looking at this picture now. This, if you saw, if, uh, yeah, okay. Uh, next up... Uh, Giannino's Pizzeria, which has multiple locations. And Giannino's Pizza always has pretty banging hot wings, is what this person says. Uh, Noble Beast, which is on Lakeside Ave in, uh, in Cleve- Lakeside Avenue East in Cleveland. So 1470, so this is right downtown. Noble Beast has good wings, the great Nate, and some of the best beer in Ohio. Yeah, Noble Beast is a brewery. Okay. Pounders. I remember Box telling me about Pounders before. <laughs> That's where I used to always go. Yeah, if you're in that area, Palmer, Palmer Heights, Pounders was always good to me. So, yeah, I know. I know from box that Pounders is a ain't a bad spot to hit up. These wings look good as fuck, bro. Mm -hmm. Good company, 1200 West 76th Street. Good company for gourmet wings with house-made sauces. Delicious, but none overwhelmingly spicy. These wings look Fucking amazing. Open image in a new tab. I'm going to put this picture in the chat. Y'all can tell what y'all think. These wings look good as shit. God damn. <laughs> uh, who is this? The oh, yeah, Those look pretty good. Those look like yeah. lemon pepper wet. Uh, the foundry in Lakewood. I've been to the foundry. I don't. I don't even. I didn't even know they had a kitchen at the Foundry. <laughs> that was like uh, Isn't that the concert venue. Yeah, that was like me and Vanessa's like second, third date. She had a friend in a uh, <clears throat> in a battle of the bands there, so I actually got to go see a battle of the bands. Oh, how weird. Huh. Anyway, random. <laughs> so yeah, it's been forever since I've been there, but I have been there. Is, is all I can say. Uh, I'll say the foundry in uh, Lakewood for best blue ch- blue cheese sauce. They got a handful of very hot sauces, but I don't know about I don't know what qualify as the hottest. Next one is Valero, which is in Parma Heights. This is a legitimate response. Residents of Parma Parma Heights will agree. The Valero on Pearl and Ackley, across from Parma Heights Police Station, carry out only. We get wings from them for holidays, Buckeyes, Browns, etc. Valero, apparently, good looking wings. They look like they uh, they they deep fry them, and then they sauce them. So where did they say it was at? Uh, I can give you an exact address if you want me to put one down for you. Valero, six one seven seven Pearl Road in Parma Heights. Valero, maybe it's not a is it a gas station? Yeah, Valero is a gas station. That's why I'm trying to figure out where the fuck you're talking about. You said huh. it's across from the Parma Heights Police Station. That's mm. what they say. Not, not, not oh, 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 I know where it is. It's across Ooh. from the library. Like, yeah, the police station. Okay, it's the. All right. Um, do you know where the Save a Lot is? 
uh, where the board York town lanes is. Yes. It's like a little diagonal from Yorktown lanes in the, in front of the plaza where the save a lot and all that shit is. Right. Oh, there's like a big gas station over there with like a big car wash attached to it. That's what they're talking about. Would you ever thought a gas station for wings? So I have had chicken tenders from there. I go, I I get chicken tenders from a gas station in, uh, in, uh, Ridgeville. So I'm a guy who am I to knock it? Sometimes gas station food be hidden. Don't sleep. Fox's Sports Bar and Grill. This is in Mayfield Road in Lindhurst. Fox's, yeah. in quotes, uh, excuse me, in parentheses, Dumpy Bar on the east side has great wings as well. <laughs> yeah, that uh, in Lynn, first of all, Lindhurst isn't really the east side. Uh, my, I guess technically it's the east side because of the river, but like, um, to, to call anywhere in Lindhurst Dumpy is. Um, I, I hear you. <laughs> <laughs> the person who wrote that might, uh, maybe they're just like, to me, this is a dump. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm thinking they just had to uh, pick something on that side of town. Yeah. Ice House Tavern and Grill. This is on uh, 136 Brook Park Road in Brooklyn. I guess that is on the side of the uh, Brook, Park, Brook Park Road that is Brooklyn. And uh, that's a pokey stop. I'll just let you know that. <laughs> Ice House is the correct answer. You have to wait 40 minutes for, for them for a reason. Oh. I would think that's because they're not making them fast enough. And uh, yeah. I, I've been there a couple times. It's all right. Yeah. All right is not enough for me to wait 40 minutes. It wouldn't be enough for me to like write a whole Reddit post about it and whatnot. <laughs> but like, if you're in the area and you don't got any other options, it's fine. It's not bad. Yeah. But it's not um, like, oh, my God, let me go to the Internet. Let me tell them how good I think this is. <laughs> well, I mean, but that's the point of this whole post. So, I mean, I get it. Uh, Mitchell's Tavern, uh, uh, Center Ridge Road in Westlake. Mitchell's Tavern, Westlake, if you if you like a crispy bar, ring, bar wing with standard sauce options. Uh, Fathead's Brewery. Uh, they say multiple locations. Uh, North Homestead, Middleburg. Uh, decent, decently spicy wings with, with their killer sauce. Though their beastie has better flavors, in my opinion. Last I was there, they stopped selling fried wings and only do smoked all three pe- all three pieces of the wing, so they're bigger than you think. Mm. So they're a little less crispy, but not soggy. <clears throat> I guess get that get that skin tight. Yeah, uh, Boss Chicken and Beer, which is uh, I know of the one in Berea. I thought I thought I read somewhere they're opening up another one. They somewhere. did. Okay. You remember the. Uh, uh, the wedding that I've talked about that I thought I was giving the wedding party of that I ultimately was not. Yes. Apparently the owner, well, one of the owners of boss uh, was the maid of honor. Okay. <laughs> I, uh, I found that out recently. Uh, I had, I, I had their wings of, and Vanessa had their vegan wings. And I, I feel like they're bitches for some reason. I think they like have a rule about how they sauce their wings. Hmm. And I'm trying to go. I'm trying. All to their sauces are on the side. I think they don't, yeah. they don't put sauce directly on the wing. Yeah, I think. I think if you want your wing sauce, they have a. You have to. You'd have to pay for it. So, so I'm trying to see. Did they have that on their menu? That used to be a thing they had on their menu. Like, uh, well, nothing I see anymore. But who knows? Maybe they changed it. But yeah, it used to be like if you want the sauce on wings. It's a hundred dollars because we don't put the sauce on wings. We put our all sauce on the side, and that's our thing. I'm like, I guess, bro. 
really just saw some wings up and probably, probably just have happier customers. But they've been there for a while now, and people fuck with them, so it must be just fine. I remember Vanessa enjoyed their vegan wings, but not enough for me to drive back to Berea for them hoes. Berea so. is so scary. Well, nah, it's just it's just, it's just far enough away where I'm like, <laughs> no, that, that was the name, that was the haunted house thing. Berea oh, is so scary. <laughs> uh, Mulligan's Pub and Grill. This is in Highland Heights. Yes, uh, there's a Mulligan's out this way, uh, in like uh, West Park. I was gonna say the area. But they might be on the West Park. It might be a, like a, just a chain. Yeah, I, I want to uh, like that place is um, right down the street um, from my kid's school, and um, I, I want to try it. Now I drive past that place like um, shit a couple times a week. Yeah, I think I might have been there before. I've been to Milligan's, the one out there, like I said, near Ridgeville. I don't know. I, it's, it's Ridgeville or uh, Lyria. It's one of them cities. You know what I'm saying? I've been to that one before. It was uh, I when, I, when, wings, so. when I worked at Target way back in the day. That was where they took me to on my last night there. They have one in Strongsville, one in Avon, and one Avon. in Highland Heights. So that's where it's at. It's in Avon. And it, oh, and there's, one there's like, actually like five of them. Yeah, Highland Heights is the one that's mentioned here in this article. There is one in North Ridgeville. It's called C. Mulligan's Pub. Hmm. So maybe I'll, that's the one you're thinking of. Yeah. Highland Heights, um, if you don't know it, is the 30th. Best city in America. That's a big deal when you think about it. So and, and um, where uh, is more progressiveness? Mm, sort of. Like I think um, it, um, progressive is in uh, Mayfield. Yeah, I'm but, like that. Like yeah, I'm about to say this is right in Mayfield. ZZ's Big Top, which is three five zero one five Detroit Road in Avon, Ohio. I pass by ZZ's when I'm in that neck of the woods, kind of regularly. Um, now I, I, here I am looking at a picture of the inside of ZZs because from the outside I wouldn't go into ZZs to ZZs. <laughs> from the inside I wouldn't go into ZZs, but apparently they have a a fan of their bangerang sauce is what mm. this person says. Man, that they they call it ZZs. They got a sauce that sounds outstanding just for the name bangerang. Yeah. Man, I want to try that shit. <laughs> Quaker Steak and Lou. Whoever put this just should be should have been exited out the fucking comment. Put yeah. local spots if you're gonna talk about wings. You know what I'm saying? It's like I didn't one of these should be wing stop. You feel me? <laughs> if you're gonna be yeah. doing that. This this kind of made this kind of made your uh, your list not valid. <laughs> this person said uh, funny though, as I when I say this, you're gonna laugh because it's just like, man, the universe be really on one. JJ Reddick says the best wings of any basketball city are here in Cleveland. He and Giannis get Quaker steak and Lou. We just was talking about JJ Reddick. <laughs> oh, oh shit! Circle. That is wild. Uh, it's funny Riverwood, Quaker steak and Lou is actually a Pittsburgh company. It's so weird. Riverwood Cafe, which is a one eight five hundred Detroit Road in Lakewood. I can't out for the life of me picture where that is located. And I usually can pull out anything on that particular street, huh? What's the name of it? Riverwood Cafe. I think that's down by like the YMCA. It has to be just on that number, that wet street number. But that's me. I feel like that would be even further down than the YMCA. So it's probably over there by uh, Insomnia Cookies. Hmm. Uh, next one is Rowley Inn. 
And that just shit just says he's in Cleveland. So where the hell the Rowley Inn is at? Oh, Tremont. We'd recommend Rowley Inn in Tremont and Riverwood Cafe in Lakewood. Big professional guy. Rowley Inn has a ghost pepper wing that will rival a bunch of the hotter wings you've had in your life. Hmm. I, I know Dan's a heat seeker, but like, what what is your usual like uh, wing order when you do get wings? What like what flavors do you get? My, I, I fuck, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, I fuck with the mango habanero uh, at Wingstop. It's just spicy enough, but that sweetness kind of cuts into it a little bit. So I really enjoy that particular flavor. I realize that is a uh, a B-Dubs original that Wingstop has uh, co-opted. But I like Wingstop's version of it better than I like B-Dubs. Mm-hmm. So that's 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 my, my, my little go-to. My usual go-to for anywhere is uh, Cajun Dry Rub and then Garlic Parm is my number two. But I do enjoy lemon pepper. Like if like I go to Wingstop or somewhere that has it, I'll I'll try theirs. Yeah. But Cajun dry rub is my usually my number one. I like it because then like I feel like the ranch gets accentuated more because I'm not battling sauce for sauce. Mm. Yeah, I I I I find uh, garlic parm just a little overly salty for my taste. You know what I'm saying? It's two. It's two very. I guess it's two flavors that seem to just want to come on over to the, to the extra salty lemon pepper. For I got from Wingstop was extra salty as well, and that might have just been a bad day that day. But I was just like, damn, this these are hitting like these are extra salty. I feel like I had to rub off the fucking you know saying some of the seasoning on it. So when you say uh, like okay, so which garlic parm don't you like from Wingstop or from BW three? I want to say Wingstop. Okay. Because BW3s, I think they cheat because it's that shit just tastes like Caesar dressing. And I love Caesar dressing, but not on fucking wings. Mm. <laughs> um and like it, it, it the the last time we got wings stopped, man, they blessed us with the garlic parm. Like they looked like the fucking billboard, they were so good. <laughs> um but um I I I totally agree with lunch. My go-to is the, the Cajun dry rub or the garlic parm. But the last time I got wings, I had a mean ass hankering for mild. Like if like if I'm just eating like you know before kids, that that would have been like the trio to get. Or if, if we were getting more flavors, throw in the lemon pepper. But like mild, I just gotta have it every once in a while. Okay. Fuck with it. Uh, we're almost at the at the end of this list, so let's run through the rest of them. The Rush In. Rush In wings are their own thing. Don't go in thinking you're going to eat a dozen wings. They're huge, and they mega bread them. It's not what mm. I would think of when I said I want to go get wings, but they're still really good. I eat like five, and I'm good. So it's probably just the whole wing. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I, 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 want, I want us to remember chicken wings are actually like, you know what I'm saying, a pretty substantial piece of meat. We've allowed them to cut into pieces and sell us as like pieces of meat. Like, nah. This this is like... <laughs> that's, how fat, that's how Fatheads does theirs. The whole wing. Good, good. Yeah. I, I fuck with that. Uh, Woodstock Barbecue, which is on Madison Avenue, Lakewood. Woodstock Tavern smokes theirs with a dry rub. They give you a couple of sauces with your order, but they're so good. I only have a, I only have a little sauce. This is uh, Flatiron Cafe, which is uh, 1114 Center Street in Cleveland. Flatiron Cafe is amazing. Isn't that down in the flats? Yeah. The ah, that, okay. Like right uh that we used to go to for lunch sometimes with the mushroom and ketchup in the window all day long. 
It's like right by the bridge. Okay, okay. Yes, 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 yes. I've never yeah, actually been there. Yeah, you, you have with us. Flatiron down by the parking lot next to the spin bridge? Yeah. I never I went. No, I have no recollection of ever going to that fucking place. <laughs> so, I, hey, look, you talk about being there. I trust. I got to trust you on it. But yeah, we're talking about where, like, where the where it's like the tr- there's two streets meet that it like it looks like a triangle right across yeah, from right, the right. Yeah, yeah. We've, we've I've never to- I've never stepped foot in there. All right, uh, I I'm, pre- I'm pretty sure we've been there together. We might not have been there together a bunch of times, but um, yeah, I don't I don't really go to lunch with other people, so. <laughs> so I mean, I, I don't remember ever going in there, man. It's yeah. cool. Uh, Landmark Smokehouse, which is 11637 Clifton Boulevard. This says Lakewood, but 11637 would put you definitely squarely in Cleveland. So it's definitely not in Lakewood. Uh, Landmark Smokehouse in Lakewood. Again, you're not in Lakewood if you're on 11637 Clifton Boulevard. (laughs) It's by far the best wings, but I think they only have them on their lunch brunch uh, slash brunch menu. Uh, Saucy Brew Works, 2885 Detroit Ave, which is a Nearer to downtown than anywhere else. So Saucy Brew Works is like at 30th in Detroit. There used to be like a store right there. I wonder if that store is still there. I used to be a bodega right there that I used to go to on that in that, in that neck of the woods. I used, to, I used to live over that way. And my first apartment was over that way. Saucy Brew Works has has some great wings. It's just what this person writes. Uh with wh- excuse me, Whitey's Booze and Burgers in Brexfield Road in Richville. Richfield. Not Cleveland, but I'm thinking the wings I had at Whitey's for the last couple of I'm thinking that I had thinking about the wings I had at Whitey's for the last couple of weeks. I'll not go to any motherfucking place called Whitey's. <laughs> just why the fuck not? It seems it just seems uh no. That just seems like I should not be there. Last but not least, and these are just as I now as I look at these are in alphabetical order. So that, no, that can't be true. Cause no, they're not. So I don't know what order these are in. So Last but not least, West Park Station on Lorraine Ave. West Park Station is a kind of bar situation. It gets kind of clubby when you go there. It, it be popping. And they got a little patio on the back and be going down there. I've gone there a couple of times. People have had me out and like, we're at West Park Station, man. Come on, come kick it. And I'm like, ah, Chad, I guess. <laughs> so I don't know if the, the, this person believes, believes their honey sriracha wings are good. I think you are basic as fuck if you fucking with honey sriracha so I'm really not going to trust your opinion here, but uh, that are, that are the that are the wings of this uh, this neck of the woods, and uh, I, I we can't really speak to a lot of places, but a couple of places we know about and we we have signed off on as well. So that's what's up with there. I mean, they didn't put hot sauce Williams on the uh, or Whitmore's on that list when they just bringing up shit. So yeah, I don't follow R slash Cleveland. Well, before I do that, I was about to say, I'm going to join right now. But before I do that, let's click r slash Cleveland and see what else is going on there. Let's click on, uh, let's see, best gluten-free spots. Uh, any recommendations for bar with solid non-alcoholic options? Hmm. A picture of the Guardians. Canal Towpath. Cleveland Browns tailgating, 514-22. Looking for 30 Browns fans or more to tailgate in Berea. Why do you have to ask people to tailgate? <laughs> They looking for friends. BB gun, air gun. Is there a law in the city with regards to shooting off? Need to know for a neighbor situation. Uh-oh, uh They telling. Batting cage on the east side. Yeah, it's one on um, on um, on Broadway right before uh, Libby Road. I remember Mike Cle- that. Place. Mike Clevenger trade was a franchise building block for Cleveland, says this person right here. 
There's also a swing zone on that side of town, right? Um, I don't think not anymore. Or um, yeah, yeah I guess technically, like twin um, by Twinsburg, uh, I guess that's the east side. Um, but it's it's a swing of things out there. Mm. <laughs> this is the last one I'm gonna read out of here. Jacobs Pavilion COVID guidelines. We're coming from PA to go to the Leon Bridges show on Sunday, and Live Nation says that the venue requires a health check. Does anyone know the current COVID guidelines for this venue? <laughs> oh shit! What was was a one second glance at a photo of a COVID card? No mask requirements, and this person's response is awesome. Thanks, man. The new COVID guidelines is fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> it's, um, so, so currently, um, I, I think I think it was in Japan. Forgive me if I'm wrong, but um, they're like currently like day thirty four of lockdown, and they they were um like it's an everyday thing on on NPR they do. This lady going through lockdown and telling how it's going out out there. China, that's in China. China, China, Not Japan. Yeah, yeah. And it's uh, I don't. <laughs> it's, you know what? It's because we threw like I think we threw the word lockdown around so so loosely at the beginning of the pandemic that we think we know what it is. Oh no, it's we don't. Not like that. When motherfuckers is coming through and literally putting on locks. On your door so that you can't leave. Like in a way that like they like I've, I've watched them like they've showed people like them drilling things with these locks on the outside of the doors. Basically, like, don't go, you can't go nowhere. Not don't yeah. go nowhere. Like you will not. I'm simply going to not allow you to. Like that's they, real. That's a that's lockdown. They can only talk to their neighbors. Yeah. Like you get like shit, it's like being in jail. It's like they are only allowed to go in the parking lot of their building, like in order to keep things moving. Like uh, they were, they were pulled together to buy food, and they were saying like, the, the lady said she had so many cherry tomatoes she didn't know what the fuck she was gonna do with. Yeah. But then, <laughs> um, like, you know, they pulled together to buy a bunch of beef, and it was just like all the f- different foods they could get because otherwise, you know. They don't know where their food was gonna come from, so um, it was pretty interesting to uh, to hear those updates. Um, but yeah, yeah, people will fucking lose their mind if that was here. Whenever I hear of, of things like that, I oftentimes wonder and worry because just the way the, the our, our world works. Are these people? Is this some kind of a propaganda against China? You know, they always trying to get us to like not be cool with China in this country, and they always talk wild records about them. And I wonder if they're like, look at what it could be if you were in this communist country, even though. Well, I, I know we all want to believe communism is the specter of a whatever, but communism don't really exist in communism. The way communism communism works, if you look at the textbook the textbook definition of communism, China ain't it. None of these countries, Cuba ain't it. They're, they're not it. They are hardcore socialists, but not really communism at all yeah if i'm not mistaken the lady who's reporting doing these reports every day is just mm-hmm. a regular ass lady okay. it's not like is she in i mean she i honestly she does sound she's sound like a black lady that's she that's is I, I, she on tiktok okay. i don't know if you ever come across her. and the next time i come across her tiktok i'll, I'll shoot them to you I, I, i've seen it before yeah yeah so and uh 
I don't know. Like I said, it's just always so many people always trying to like set beef off with China. I'm like, I'm just not worried about China. If, if it goes down, like if it, really, if it really went down, not gonna lie to you, we'd probably lose to China and we'd all have to learn Mandarin. It's just real. <laughs> so yeah. I, I don't, I guess I'm not shook of that, you know? Yeah, I, I kind of feel like, um, no, people going to think uh, what they want no matter what. Just like, um, especially with all the shit going on in Ohio, man, I'm just rolling with the punches right now. Yeah. <laughs> Trying to figure out, uh, you know, uh, my next move every day because um, shit ain't getting better, bro. Yeah, yeah. Full fo- fo- dizzle, so I, I can't call it. But but it's, it's your time, baby. What you got for us? Oh, so I'm first of all. Let me tell you about the two subjects that that could have brushed our lips. <laughs> One, um, I was going to talk about Ohio's now nine sundown towns. We'll oh. we'll save that. Then, um. Celebrity asshole um, warnings. That was like different celebrities. I was just like, you know what? I knew I didn't like you, and this is why. And then they did something else bigger later on. Mm. But I was like, we needed some kind of lighthearted. I didn't like the way the direction was going. And I was thinking, you know, Mother's Day is right around the corner. Yeah. And this is where we play um, Skim um, Trademark. The price is real. <laughs> so, I'm going to say, oh, excuse me, a product. And uh, let's see who can get the price closest without going over. These products are all available at um, at Target. All let's right. start off with, uh, with Serving Mom Breakfast. How much do you think a box of frozen waffles are? Just traditional buttermilk frozen waffles. Three forty nine. Okay. What's your problem? Uh, I'm gonna go two eighty nine. All right. Um, the price is two seventy nine, and um, let's got it. All right. Let's go next to women's deluxe deer foam slippers. Deer foam? Yeah, D-E-A-R. Is, oh, I was like, are they making some sort of newfangled foam out of deers that I don't know about? <laughs> same. So don't feel not alone on that. I was thinking the same goddamn thing. I'm like, damn. Well, I, I picked those slippers because those are the um, deer foams are... The Kleenex of, of slippers. Like you can pretty much find them every like everywhere everywhere that's like who sells a name brand slipper is usually a deer phone. Mm. And they range from uh, everywhere from five dollars to a lot. Do you ever see like when they got the mama bear and the papa bear on the slippers? No. Okay. Oh so. <laughs> no. I haven't seen anywhere slippers since my grandmother wore slippers and my grandmother couldn't walk for the last decade before she passed. So I ain't seen women, a woman wearing slippers in over a decade. And when she did wear those slippers, they were the most generic hospital looking like slippers I had ever seen in my life. Yeah. yeah they were nothing like that. Those look, those look like you put a swoosh on the side 
You know, they like, could. <laughs> like, yeah, the, the, these are real, pretty good slippers. These are deer foams. Um, I got them um, on clearance uh, a couple months back. So before you showed me that, I was going to guess nineteen ninety nine. Now that you've showed me that, I'm going to guess twenty nine ninety nine. Okay, twenty nine ninety nine. Because it's the the week of Mother's Day, and they probably maybe they have sales going on. I will undercut my man and say twenty four ninety nine. Oh. Um. What'd you say again? You said uh, how much again, Lutz? Twenty nine ninety nine. Okay, and you went two fifty. <laughs> you went, he went 30, I went 25, basically. Okay. Uh the the price of the women's deluxe deer foams are actually $14.99. Deluxe. What a value. Yeah. They, they are value. They, they look pretty nice. I wouldn't buy them for my lady. I, I I'll probably I, I usually uh um spend the extra money and get her a pair of uh, a luxury slippers. Uh like um those look pretty fucking luxurious based on what you just showed us. Like uh something like this, like with a with an actual hard bottom. <laughs> Like these are um, North Face um, slippers. I am. Uh, I am at this very instant wearing uh, lovely Van slippers that Anthony got for me. So just in case you're wondering, my man is a slipper buying motherfucker. I am, <laughs> yeah, they're, they're, the Van slippers are very nice. I'm currently wearing a pair of Adidas Alpha Boost because oh. I went to Sam's Club earlier today and I never took my shoes off when I got home. <laughs> you're the man. All right, so. So, um, how much would you say? Uh, now, this is what this mug actually says. Because I was looking for, you know, number one mom mug, but this one says best person ever mug. Hmm. Just like, are we talking like American Greetings? Or are we just like generic company mug? Yeah, I wonder what section of the store is in. Is it in the? In, is it in their their dishes situation? Or is it over there by the cards? Because I honestly feel like over by the cards would be a little more expensive than what's in the dishes yeah. section. Well, at Target, usually the mugs are all jump uh, are all in one central location. Like mm-hmm. I, I don't really recall seeing either mugs are usually by the front door in seasonal area. Not neither; they're never by the cars. They're either by the seasonal area or in the mug area. I'm gonna say this mug is probably in the mug area. Mm-hmm. My guess so, is so think mug prices. Like a novelty mug in that way for me, I'm thinking nine ninety nine. Okay. Yeah, it's probably that vein. You, you, you're actually are, are probably 100 percent right. So, so I'll just go up a couple of bucks and I'll say uh eleven ninety nine. You the actual retail price is seven dollars flat. Oh for that wow. mug. Clean man tax write off. Yo, you're murdering it this week, box. Well done. <laughs> All right, so everybody loves their everybody. Well, almost everybody loves their mom. And one, <laughs> and many people one, love their mom. Many people love their mom. <laughs> and one thing that I think uh, I think is a cute present sometimes are the mom coupon books, where it's like, "Hey, I give you this coupon, and and you'll wash the dishes without me having to hit you with a with a slipper with a with a uh, dear." Uh, uh, Dear Foam Deluxe. Catch you with a chunkla. <laughs> yes. How much would you say um, the Mama's Coupon book would be? I'm kind of appalled that this even exists. 
the not not the book itself. I know this is something that people usually make on their own, but yeah. the fact that someone actually is like mass producing for retail store now kind of irritates me. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm gonna hope that it's not more than four dollars. Okay. Yeah, yeah, he's right. So, four bucks. No, what'd you say? I said four. You said four. I can't say four. Uh, five. All right, and T will win it. It's actually nine ninety nine. That's bullshit. Yeah, that's ridiculous. <laughs> it is bullshit. Make and, her own book. Okay, bonus points. How many stars did this um uh, did this receive on, on Target? As far as the rating, what is the star rating on it? Out of out of ten or out of five? Out of five. Three. Four point seven. <laughs> Two. Two stars. Wow. A lot of buyer's remorse on that one, huh? <laughs> <laughs> People not fucking with it. All right. Well, I mean, like you buy it, it's just fucking fake coupons. Like, how can you how can it be two out of five? You're the one who made the decision to buy the fake coupons. <laughs> somebody somebody bought it and was like mad as fuck. Because like I think it's only been rated a few times, and like it was like a five star, and then a one star. Now one star brought it all the way down to a two rate. Somebody was mad as hell. <laughs> all right, last but not least, kids, Ali melatonin sleep gummies. Fourteen ninety nine. Nine ninety nine. Uh, box wins this week. It was the actual retail price was seventeen ninety nine. Uh, Box beat you three to two this week, T. Hey, I, I, it is okay. I can't. You cannot win them all. But, I'd like to uh, thank the academy. <laughs> put put some respect on the price is real. I, I dig it. I dig it. I feel like for our uh, our birthday show, which is again next week, uh, we'll be recording <coughs> next week, that we maybe should have. Uh, uh, bring back a dollar store trivia for uh, one week, one week only. So if you would prepare that for me, sir, that'd be Man, real great. That would I could just think of some shit right at the top of my head, and I have like a like um, I think I got some pretty good prizes like just around um, around the house. Um, instead of being Chesterfield's dollar store trivia, it would be Chesterfield's anniversary uh, chess trivia. Because I got some shit in my house on my that's brand new, it's not used, that I'm willing to give away. There you go, people. Uh, prepare. We bring we bring it back a classic, and uh, you fuck with it. You should fuck with it because it's, it's one of it's one of our OG uh, OGs. So I, I remember one of the prizes that we used to give out was the astrology game. Remember that yeah. big ass game? I do, I do. And then I I remember. Cause people used to actually participate in this shit. I know, um, you know, the pod sister got one of them, but I don't remember who. Like, I actually shipped one out to, and it was like, it's a real fucking prize. <laughs> <laughs> I remember uh, Amber won one. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nick Jew, I thought won one, or maybe we just sent her one. We sent her just a yeah, Cleveland we, uh, gift. Yeah, by- yeah, we just have to be sending Nick Jew shit. Yeah, and then. Uh, one of our old co-workers won one, but I don't know if they cared. But oh, yeah. whatever. Um, yeah, the, yeah, uh, Martis won yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. So, 
Yeah, Dollar Store Trivia comes back now. Excuse me, a special anniversary edition of Dollar Store Trivia returns uh, next week. Get get you get your get your get your Adam trivia minds. Chesterfield's treasure chest trivia. Trust Chesterfield's treasure chest tri- trivia. New shit. Cipher Divine Wisdom comes back next week. Get get ready for it if you're down with the get down. So that is that is what's up, uh, Daniel. Your time to shine, baby. What's been going on in your world over this week that you care to share? Or don't care to share, or whatever, whatever you know. Yeah. Uh, so, full disclosure, I, I uh, forgot to come up with something until ten minutes ago. But <laughs> while we were doing what we were doing, I I, uh, I found something in the recesses of my brain. So here we are. Disclosure: so, we're, we're recording one day earlier than normal because I'm going to see Doctor Strange tomorrow. So, so Dan being not quite prepared is my fault, not his. Ouch. Yeah, well, but on the bright side, I too also get to see Doctor Strange tomorrow. So, uh, but anyway, so um, last Friday I went over at my buddy's house to watch day two of the NFL draft, mm-hmm. and uh, one of our friends was there, and his girlfriend came, who I had yet to meet, and. I had heard about her from some of our other friends because they had met her uh, like when they were all down at the casino together. And so this was my first encounter with her. And I didn't know she was coming. He showed up and then he's like, oh, yeah, so-and-so's coming. I'm not going to put her name out there. But um, I was like, oh, really? Okay. And now keep in mind, I, uh, for the sake of this story, was not at uh, full faculty. I was uh, enjoying the NFL draft, relaxing. And so she shows up and uh, she, there was a lot of people there for a while. And so like it was a, a, a wave and a hello. And then like didn't talk to her for a long time because uh, I was on the couch watching the draft. And then eventually at some point the party split off to go play poker and I didn't want to play poker. I just wanted to enjoy the piece and watch the NFL draft. So I stayed upstairs with a couple of people who also were not playing poker. And after a while, she came upstairs and it was clear that uh, she was not at 100% capacity anymore. And she was uh, like... The same capacity-based situation of you or a different thing? I think it was a combination. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, I'll, I, okay, I don't think I know it was a combination. So um, she had never met me, like I said, up to this point. And uh, I don't, I don't know if she met a couple other people too. But for the sake of the story, she she had specifically never met me. Now apparently, she was told that um, she needed to impress us or something. Oh. Which is un- not true, um, but I, I don't know if necessarily she felt this way. But I guess he was joking with her a little bit, and that like, you know, we were gonna kind of. He put the idea in her head that she had to pass an initiation of sorts, like be cool. Yeah. The problem was this put a lot of pressure on her, and she was nervous, and it was very plain to see that she was nervous because. She was doing a lot of talking and like it was a lot of unnecessary talking and I felt bad for her, 
But then I was just like, please stop talking because oh. she, I didn't say it, but I, but in my mind, I thought it because like, you know how I am when I just meet somebody, right? Yeah. I don't open up right away. I'm very quiet and I got to ease into it. You got to give me some time to feel comfortable around you. I'm not someone who's just like walks up into a party with a bunch of strangers and it's like, oh my God, I'm so happy to meet all you people because like I'm, I'm fucking dreading it. And like, I purposely avoid places that have a lot of people that I don't know. Yeah. So in this case, I knew mostly everyone there. A couple people showed up that I don't know. Um, but then she came, you know, attached to someone that I do know. And so like she was talking to me and I, I looked at her and I saw her kind of like nerve shaking. And I was like, are you nervous right now? She goes, kind of, yeah. And I'm like, man, we ain't nobody. Relax. I'm like, you know, just fucking chill out. You don't got to be worried about shit. <laughs> like, yeah, like, especially, especially this lot. <laughs> yeah, I, she, I told she her. She wants things to work. No doubt. And, I, and, that's, and, that, and that, that was, oddly enough, that makes me go, really? <laughs> so, like, yeah, that was the thing. It was like, she wanted them to work so badly that she was making it worse. Like, rather than letting it come to her and everything be natural, she's trying to force it. Mm-hmm. it, it like, this is how I explained it to my buddies, like, the next day when we were talking about it in the group chat. I was like, wanting me to like you is not going to get me to like you. Being, making me feel comfortable around you is going to get me to like you. Yeah. And I'm not saying that her heart wasn't in the right place, but the approach was bad. And I don't think it's entirely her fault. I think my buddy set her up to fail. Correct. So you can't, you can't go telling somebody you got to impress. And I know he, like, like you said, he, it might've been just a jerky joke, but yeah, he, was, he, probably, he don't even know her that well yet. You know what I'm saying? Unless they've been together for like, how, I mean, how long has this been going on? I guess a couple months. Yeah, like, bro, you don't. You may not understand how her how her brain reacts to such pressure, if you will. You know what I'm saying? Well, so, so the the thing about it was like, I think like she likes him, but she's like nervous that she's dating the right person because apparently I didn't even know this until that night that apparently she's a recent divorcee, and so she she's kind of like getting back out there, but like probably a little snake bitten. Yeah, and, and um. So, but it was like, I was, I was on the couch, not bothering anybody. Um, and then like, she kept trying to force me to talk. Right. And you know, like in those situations, like, I don't like when people do that to me because yeah. you're putting me on the spot and you're making me feel uncomfortable. So I'm not, I'm not holding it against her, but to say in the moment that I was thrilled about it, that would be a lie. <laughs> And so I'm going to give her a pass and I'm not saying that I don't like her or she's a bad person. (laughs) I will say this. The way she spoke was a little annoying. She she talked like a California Valley girl. Mm. I don't know if she realizes it or if it's just the way her voice sounds or whatever. Or I don't know if she was trying to like 
trying too hard and it was coming off that way. But she but she definitely sounded like like remember there was a video of Amelia Clark on like one of the night shows and she was like doing a voice and it was like Callie from the Valley. Yeah. It kind of reminded me of that. But it was like she wouldn't do it all the time. It was like maybe 60-40. But when she was doing it, I could hear it. And I was just like, oh, my God. Like, I'm like, I'm like, uh. <laughs> so, so if truly she needed to impress you, she did not. Yeah, like, I think she would do better on maybe a third meeting yeah. with less um, stimulants. Mm. It, that, well, for that, you, that so. probably had a, a good percentage of. Uh, what, oh what? yeah, that 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 might have just been that too. You right, you right. Could be, <clears throat> I mean, high, drunk, in a new place, during like a lightweight sporting event where some women aren't like real. That that's not their thing. Okay, so okay, high, drunk. Sport event around new friends. Um, where 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 was your your friend at in the vicinity where she was sitting near you? So she was never sitting next to me. She was standing in like their kitchen area. So she came upstairs um, to take a break from poker. So she was just like letting her blinds get collected for a minute. Mm-hmm. He was downstairs at that point because they were all so playing he was, poker. So he was away from her. In this moment, yes. He was downstairs uh, at the poker table. She came back upstairs. I don't know if it was to get something to drink or, or whatever. Yeah. But um, So, yeah, at that moment, they weren't connected. Um, That's also another yeah. brand of nerves, you know, right there. Yeah. So it, yeah. it was it was just a whole ball of nerves. And, I mean, to be honest, you probably won't ever see her. You probably won't see her again for probably quite a while. Mm, I think it'll depend. It'll depend on if I make the effort to go to something. Because <laughs> uh, I don't know of anything coming up like in the immediate future. So yeah. it's possible, yeah, I won't see her for a couple months. Yeah, but <laughs> it, it, it was it was probably just a, a whole ball of nerves. And the fact that it was like, you have a welcoming face. It's like right now, you're not even smiling, smiling. But like just your like your relaxed face is a welcoming face. Yeah, there's something about me that, like, people feel comfortable. I don't remember where I was at recently, if it was this party or somewhere else, but it was, like, similar thing where, like, people were coming to me, you know? Like, like there's, like, there's not, like, anything threatening, no, like, threatening aura coming off of me. Old school I listeners think- will know, I told Dan my whole situation, like, pretty much the day I met him, when I was going through a divorce and all kinds of terrible shit and trying to figure out what dating was myself and so forth and so on, people who have went through a divorce, you have, you put something out, you radiate something, they, they say, come to this man because he'll help you get by. He'll help you over the hump. So this poor woman who was saying, like you just said, who, who herself has recently gone divorced and is back new, fresh on the dating scene, comes to you just like I did once upon a time. Actually, it, it was there that night. Um yeah, because somebody said something. She said something, and uh, a couple of people were like, "Oh, Dan's great." Like there were like a couple of people who like chimed up and, and said something to her. It wasn't like she insulted me or anything. 
But like, yeah, they're just like, oh, Dan's awesome. Dan's amazing. Dan's great. Like, I I think part of it's because you look like David Noem. Like you got the rosy cheeks, <laughs> and, you, and you look like man. I've been nosing everybody. <laughs> I I think that's what it is. Like you you look like David and Noem. Like you just like you uh, you just gonna come here riding on the fox. Like come on everybody, right out yeah. Swift. We own this yeah. shit, my nigga. <laughs> the funny thing about this though is I wouldn't be me if I didn't fuck with her a little bit. Of course, and. <laughs> I only did it because I knew she was nervous. And so um, I went to like the, the draft ended and I like, I wanted to go home because like it was already at that point after like midnight and I could kind of feel like a poop coming on and I wanted to come home and do it at my own home. So like, you know, I said my bias to everybody and um, as I was leaving, like my one buddy, like, uh, you know, the person she's dating, like, comes right over. He's like, you didn't say bye. I'm like, I literally just said bye to all of you in the kitchen. You were all standing in a giant circle. He goes, oh, all right, well, bye. And he, like, gives me, like, a fist pound. Yeah. And then she comes over and she, like, gives me, like, she puts her fist up. And I'm like, all right, here you go. And I fist pounded her. And she goes, so how did I do? And I go, oh, don't worry. I'll send my assessment tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, the the other day I um I took Anthony to uh the baseball practice and like his friend is on the team and like they was like, Hey, you wanna go to the park? Because you know baseball, I mean it's usually at a park. And I was like, No, nah, we gotta go. <laughs> yeah, uh when we got home, he was like I was like, um I ain't wanna say it while we was with your friends, but I had to poop. Otherwise I'd let you I'd let you play with your friend. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I don't know what it is, man, but like when I go out places now, I like generally have to poop when I come home. Yeah, like um and this is in these newfangled times, like we can poop whenever we want to and we don't gotta hold it, but not when you go out somewhere it's like, oh shit, I just better go home. I'm not gonna fuck around. Yeah. I just like the comfort of my own home. Like I know where things are, like it's quiet here because, you know, my home is just me and my buddy that stay here. So it's like there's not a lot of chaos going on. If, like, say I run out of toilet paper, I know where to go to get some. Like, if anything bad happens, my clothes are here. Like, I'm just saying I got all my bases covered, you know. But the, yeah. the thing about it is it's like I get that – you, you get that little feeling like you know it's coming. So you, like, you start doing the track back. But for whatever reason, your body always knows when you're, like, a half a mile from the house – because it's like, it's almost like, oh, close enough. We're going to do this now. And you're like, but I'm, only, but I'm two turns away. <laughs> and it's like, now you got to do the butt clinch thing while you're driving and hope you don't wreck the car oh, or get pulled over by the police. Like, why were you driving like that? Because I need the shit. Also, <laughs> I, I really got to drop a deuce on these fools, man. I legit wonder if like that, like if, a, if, if you get pulled over, it's like, yeah, like I, I kind of see you. you. You didn't make a complete stop there, sir. Like, like I, I, I had to shit so bad. Like, would they let you go or let you shit your pants? Like, oh, I, it, it, it definitely depends on the officer because some motherfuckers will be an asshole and be like, "You gonna shit your pants?" Ha ha! It's funny. I made this guy shit his pants. I, I can tell the people they are at the, at the back of the station. So it, I can tell you, if the cops had pulled me over this night, it would not have been good because when I came home, man, I bricked. I barely made it in the house. I had to do the whole like stand up in the garage for a minute 
like while like you know you get like gather the, yourself, you yourself gather myself let, like let the little a little bit of air out so that everything kind of settles and then do like the penguin walk to the house i i even like i found the house key in the garage in the light that way when i got to the door there was no fumbling the keys or whatever Came in the house, prayed that my buddy wasn't in in the bathroom because like the last like three times this has happened, he's been in the bathroom two out of the three times. Whew, man! <laughs> Don't you? Uh, well, I know y'all love because people oftentimes say, "I love hearing dance stories," but you can see why because they're just so much fucking fun. I'm glad you safely got home with your poop situation, my guy. Uh, so I like, trust me, I am too. I like to tell everybody right now. I know. Saying the jetpack joyride is something to bring up in, here in 2022, but after all these years, I still kind of play jetpack joyride from time to time. And right now, they got a Ninja Turtle event going on. It's pretty fucking dope. Download jetpack joyride. Not a sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> uh, as for my what what I'll bring to the table this week, and this will be kind of brief. Uh, it actually kind of reflects back to last week we were talking about uh, the ending of Game of Thrones, and then. Uh, Anthony was just telling me about how uh, he was uh, relatively satisfied with the ending of Ozark, and uh, I was I thought the conversation was would be kind of fun to talk about uh, in endings of shows that you were that you were happy with or not happy with, and uh, how in my case lots of people hated hated on this way they weren't happy with. That's not hating in their critical eye. They were unhappy with the ending of How I Met Your Mother. But I really liked the ending of How I Met Your Mother and thought that's a nice wrap to that to that series. So I'm I'm only in the second season of Ozark because I haven't watched it in two years. Okay. But out of everyone that I know that has watched Ozark all the way through to the end now, Anthony's the only person that I've heard say that he thought it was all right. Everyone oh. else that I've heard from goes, what the fuck? This is horrible. I can't believe they ended it like this. I don't know what the ending is because, like I said, I had, none of them have told me. I haven't asked because I actually do want to watch it at some point. Yeah. But, yeah, Anthony is the only one that I've heard positive remarks from it. Oh, actually, uh, Vanessa, Vanessa enjoyed the ending as well. And, uh, and, and I, I don't watch Ozark, but Vanessa does. Every now and again, like, I'll be right right here where I'm at. And Vanessa will be watching right over here. And I'll peek over and be like, oh, okay, I see what's going on there. And uh, so I ended up reading about the – I want to know what the ending was myself. So I ended up going to look it up. And I was like, that's a – to me, a person who doesn't really watch the show, so you know what I'm saying I'm not as invested as others. I thought that's a good, that's a pretty solid ending, in my opinion. I, I and believe, uh, as a person who's watched every season, the ending was right where it should have been. Like, I've been it's like, okay, so insecure ended. Um, this is us is about to end. It, no, no, no. It's we dis. <laughs> we dis. We done. Um, but every show I've been watching this season, it's just not been satisfying at all. Like up until, I guess, like the 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 last episode of Insecure, I was just like so unsatisfied. Like um, Snowfall. This is another show I've been watching. So unsatisfied. Like, bad storytelling. Like, this last season of, uh, what you, uh, you call This Is Us Again, Dan? We Dis. We Dis? <laughs> oh, man. Terrible. 
it seemed like they wrote themselves into a corner and they didn't know what to do. And it is bad. Like, for example, it's this one character named Toby on the show. He's married to the worst character on the show, which is Kate. And they they kind of they kind of wrote themselves um, out of it a little bit because like um, you know Toby has like a a big weight loss and he was saying like how you know what the guy you married was not me I'm me now and like that's that dude was sad and depressed and I'm I got myself out of that and I can't be that anymore and I understand that a little bit. But at the same time, you wrote such a beautiful character who, and you just pretty much made him an asshole, pretty much. And you made him unlikable, and you made him go against everything the show was about. And Kate's always been a terrible, selfish character. So, every show, I, but like going back to the Ozarks. The ending is exactly what it should have been to me. The only show I can say that has a perfect, perfect ending is Six Feet Under from HBO. I thought the ending to Silicon Valley was all right. Which that ending was very similar to Six Feet Under. How they go to the future and they show how everything pans out for everybody like um, and like they show them as old men and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I think it's pretty much the same thing. Like uh, Six Feet Under was a show about a family who worked at a funeral home, and the one of the like the dope parts of the show at the beginning of every episode, um, since they worked at a funeral home, it shows somebody dying. So at the end of Six Feet Under, it shows how everybody dies, like. Into the future, like every single character, so it was good. Show that I recently watched—I know I've talked about it on here—that I didn't like was American Gods. Mm-hmm. Okay. That was very unsatisfying. Now, keep in mind, though, I've never read the books or the book or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I just had the show to go off of, and the show started off really catching my my interest when I, you know, when I first watched it. Then when that last like two seasons dropped, man, I was so happy that they didn't get renewed. <laughs> I, was like, I can't do this myself again. So with that particular show, uh, it, it was all kinds of behind the scenes shit that went wrong. They 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 kind of basically cut its budget and its funding and so forth, and they kind of played that show out. You know what I'm saying? And and there's some issues with some of the actors and so forth. So it's kind of interesting how like I wonder if given its full opportunity would have been maybe more satisfying to you, but I don't know. You know, I, I, I can never call it. Oh, yeah. I mean, honestly, it feels like it stopped in the middle of the story, but like everything leading up to that point for the last like season, season and a half is just kind of like, the fuck are we doing here? Yeah. Yeah, man. It's wild out here. Uh, <laughs> so, other shows that I was like, I was, ha- I was okay and happy with the ending. I remember, I remember this, this goes back because I remember it clearly because both me and my homeroom teacher, this is high school, mm-hmm. actually, watched The Wonder Years. Yeah. The ending of The Wonder Years pretty much wrapped up with uh, uh, 
my man, the Stinky Bandit, doing doing some voiceover because you know he he was the guy who did the 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 narration for that show. And uh, oddly enough, um, he was the dad in um, Little Monsters. Yeah, yeah funny. Uh, explaining basically what, what what went down and so forth. So you got you, you, it kind of wrapped in a way where everything was laid out. Uh, his brother uh, became a better person and did right by. Uh, did right by his mom after his dad had died. And, and so you hear, oh, shit, his dad died. But it's a, it's a World War II veteran steak-eating motherfucker. He was going to die. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And so forth. And Kevin Winnie didn't end up together and so forth and so on. And Disappointed! It's like, I, I, I guess, but also, how many times does people you went to elementary school end yeah. up being your wife? You know? <laughs> My my step great grandparents though the one the lady that we just laid to rest last month she did marry her elementary school sweetheart. Man, that's wild. Man. Times are different back then though, you know. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think back. So I hated Seinfeld's ending. It's a weird ass ending. Mm-hmm. And I don't. I never did. Like I was like, really? Hey, y'all, y'all really just kind of dick this one off. And I remember it was a show about nothing. So how can you have a dramatic ending when it, the whole thing was about nothing? Better question: Why do we have a dramatic ending if it was about nothing? They they were in, in jail. They were in jail holding. They was in jail. <laughs> <laughs> caught a caught a caught a charge for not being good Samaritans, which is also a wild ass charge. But I'm saying it's like, yeah, so. Yeah, that was no no bueno to me. But like I said, in particular, like the, the one that made me think about it was I, like I said, I I liked how I met your mother's ending. It uh, it made sense to me. I, people, what people get mad about is like, why did they why did they have this whole Barney uh, Robin storyline if in the end it was only going to be Robin ending up with Ted? And I'm like, I guess. <laughs> I never really watched How I Met Your Brother, so I can't elaborate on that. God, it's so good, Box. I think you'd enjoy it. What's fun about that show, too, is a lot of things. is uh, It's got a real tight Ohio connection. So Ted, the main character, went to school here in Ohio. That's where he met his best friend, Ed, and so forth. So they always talk. They always end up having like little fun Cleveland little jokes and shouts out and so forth. So it always ends up being real fun. And, and oddly enough, it has a good, a solid enough connection with uh, – how I Met Your Father on Hulu right right now. So I'm like, that's fun. I'm like, I'm glad they they managed that. So <clears throat> I didn't like. I remember watching the uh, the finale to Lost. Yeah, and thinking, what the fuck did I just watch? Yeah. How interesting because you know what? I didn't really watch Lost, but I did watch the finale of Lost, and I was like, even me because <laughs> I hadn't really watched Lost. I was like, wow. This is really bad. <laughs> <laughs> that whole last season was real bad, if I'm being honest. Yeah, yeah. I feel like they had one thing in mind for the show, and then like they like the last end of the season before the last season, they, they could have went with that. Yeah. But then they just went ahead and flipped it into something completely fucking different. And yeah, that whole last season was just trash. Man, like we just said about Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones could <laughs> You just stop having that you kill the Night King. Cut that shit off right there. <laughs> I don't care what happened with the go the, the, the Iron Throne. I don't care that uh that Cersei and, and uh what's his face got you know crushed by bricks. None of that shit. Fuck it. Don't care. You stop right there, the Night King. The North remembers and the North is secure. Winter has come. 
and you bleed that shit fucking be. And these motherfuckers like, nah, man, I gotta get this dragon to melt this throne, and uh, the mother dragon's gotta become suddenly this woman who's been so sensitive to the needs of so many is like, nope, I'm a bitch now. Like, what? No. <laughs> well, she was a true politician. She was sensitive to the needs of the people because she was one of them at one point. But yeah. then as she gained more power, she became power hungry. Mm. And so her, her ultimate goal of freeing the people was put to the side of her wanting to rule the people because she felt like she was what they needed rather than them just living. Yeah. Man. But I agree with you. That, that like... Man, that last season killed my enthusiasm for that show. I loved that show. Are you guys going to watch the prequel? Or whatever that... Okay. (laughs) I will, but I'm not going into it with the same enthusiasm I may have had otherwise. I will, but I won't like it. (laughs) Until until someone comes out and tells me, yo, that shit is hitting, I I won't be bothered. Well, I mean, like, the fucking Game of Thrones was hitting up until the last six episodes. I, it, it bothers me that those motherfuckers rush that season so that they can go make like Star Wars or whatever the fuck. A, a Star Wars movie that they don't they, they can't they don't even have anymore. They was trying to get the fuck out of there and end up losing that Star Wars movie because they fucked off Game of Thrones so hard. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah, yeah. It's like you know what? No, thank you. Like Game of Thrones is the only show that like I've ever had like, and I wouldn't say I have watch parties every week, but. Yeah. Like, my family was coming over here to watch those together. I recall. Like, I recall. Like, uh, my buddy came over a few times. Like, I've never done that for any TV series ever. Yeah. Man. These were events. And then those last six episodes, man, way to shit on it. <laughs> it's like someone was like, oh, man, we need to watch this last season at two times speed. <laughs> and then, plus, it was like a year late. Like a year and a half late, remember? Mm-hmm. God, you getting mad all over again? Yes, I really am. Fuck off, man. We're leaving this movie. Did I talk about last week where I was watching reaction videos recently yes. for that? Yes. That's, that's, why I, that's why I brought it up. So, Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, we'll we'll leave that behind. But like I said, you, you the listener, you got a, a, an ending that you thought was particularly dope or particularly shitty. Let us know. Tell us tell us what you had and why. And uh, we we would we would certainly uh, love to hear from you. Greetings, Skim Universe, and welcome to another edition of the On the Road with the Real ODP. With me, I'm the Real ODP. And this is my wife. Hi. And we promised you a story last time uh, from New Orleans, and uh, we got to deliver. Otherwise, we'd be lying bastards. Wow. Yeah, I don't want to be a lying bastard. Can't we just be, like, sidetracked parents of four traveling the country full time? And and forgot to tell a story? Yeah, we could be that, too. Or we could be lying bastards. Uh, I choose the former. Okay. Well, all right. So, um, so after a tour of the city, we're looking for uh, a place to get some dinner, and uh, I was looking for I was looking for this place where one of the tour guides recommended the best mufalada. Yeah, mufalada. Mufalada, 
And it was a pretty good mofalada. I did say that the last episode. And uh, you did not love the everything po' boy or what do the hell they call it? Oh my gosh, I don't remember what it was called, but it was like roasted turkey, corned beef, they went a little pepperoni, crazy. <laughs> fried shrimp. What was on it? All that jazz. It was called all, all that, that jazz. jazz. Yeah. If you like everything on your sandwich, this is the sandwich for you. And everything. If you're a sandwich minimalist, you're everything. Not, you will not enjoy this as this much. This is like one of those sandwiches that I feel like you would have made up. I probably. You have a tendency to, to overdo it when I get my make your own, uh, like the Dagwoods. I always go to oh, Penn Station and get the Dagwood, and they say, what do you want on it? Like, it'd be easier if I told you what I didn't want on it. Mustard. <laughs> How do you not like mustard? It's so good. I don't, I don't like mustard in certain situations. I like it on bratwurst. But it was like literally made for sandwiches. On sausages. It's so but good on I don't want mustard or honey mustard on my uh, Dagwood. Where were we that one time you thought it would be a good idea to mix, like, a teriyaki chicken with a barbecue and, like, marinara sauce? It was, like, some kind of garbage burger or something. Oh, um, da-da. What was that place? I don't know, but you were like, I think I'll try all three flavors mixed. And I was like, that's going to be so gross. So I felt like this sandwich, you enjoyed it, you right? Yeah, I liked it. You thought and it I ate it the next day. Good, because I could not finish it. It was too too much happening in that world well while we're looking up so while we're looking for this place a truck pulls in front of us okay so i feel like you're not setting the story up right so we i I was very detailed in my setting up but okay (laughs) truck pulls in front of us we are parallel parked in the middle of new orleans yes like very public street very public like downtown downtown we're next to that uh the voodoo queen's uh oh by the cemetery yeah Yeah, we're next to the voodoo queen cemetery i'm sorry i'm sleepy so we we're parallel parked we have just come off of like a crazy day tour like four kids in a big urban center it was we're all a little overwhelmed the kids are all wired they're bouncing off trying to buckle them in we get in the car we sit down we're looking on our cell phones we're like just first moment of breath yes right because like four kids in a downtown city center it was like the weekend after mardi gras too right yeah yeah so super super packed um and we're just like sitting there and then a spot opens up in front of us on the street yep and we so we drive a big pickup truck we sometimes we look like we belong in the south hauling hay or bringing cows home or whatever but um it was just the most functional vehicle for what we needed for sure but like it's not a city car no it's not it's not a city there and order ahead and with the kids and da 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 so another huge pickup truck pulls up next to us a black pickup truck and we look, I yeah. looked out the window, and I noticed that this guy looks exactly like um, the dinosaur. No, oh, he's Sam Elliott. Looks Sam like Sam Elliott. Elliott. Yeah. He's, if, you, if you don't know Sam Elliott, uh, he's, he's in a lot of cowboy movies. He's, he's in The Big cowboy. Lebowski. He's a cowboy. He's got this, this guy's got, he looks just like him. He's got like the gray handlebar mustache, not handlebar mustache, what is that? The cowboy mustache. Yeah, he's got the... The thick, like... 
I don't know. I don't know what the I don't know what mustache styles are called. There's the handlebar and then there's mustaches. Um, it's not the Hitler, right? It's thicker, well, it's, fuller. It's a thick, full mustache. So and I'm like, and he's by himself, and I'm like, and he's got a cowboy hat on and like a black shirt, and I'm like, oh shit, like. You know, here we are, this crazy, insane family of ruckus. Yeah. You know, and driving this big-ass truck, and this guy, here comes a cowboy who's, like, going to come over and, like, judge us for... Because the kids are... I mean, they were so loud, right? Weren't the windows down and they're screaming at a dog or something? Pretty much. They scream at at anything. They just see things and they scream at it. Oh my god, they're so loud. I know. And I was just like, you know, kind of nervous. Sometimes I get a little bit nervous about, like... Being judged by, um... Like, I I don't know, this, this is maybe, like, my specific trauma, but I have a really hard time with, like, older, white... Because I feel like, I don't know, just like, I could just hear, like, my dad being like, you weren't raised like that. You know? Yeah, I don't have that kind of trauma. I say fuck them. Right, but so, like, especially, like, you know, like, what? Like, he clearly is emanating in this big black pickup truck with his cowboy hat and his mustache. He's clearly emanating this, like, cisgendered, um, white male. Cowboy vibe. Cowboy. He would criticize power of the dog. Make America great again. And I just, you know, my kids are screaming at a dog on the side of the frigging New Orleans cemetery road. And so I just, there's like a part of me that just kind of like mentally, I don't know, puts up a defense. I don't know. I don't know. It's trauma. It's obviously trauma based. So he pulls in, he parallel parks like a dream, right? Yeah. This big truck. And you know, we're just like, Oh, look at him. He can parallel park because we can barely drive our truck. Right. It's hard sometimes. It's big. Um, I fucked up some parking today at the diner. No, I wouldn't say you did that. You just made your own spot. <laughs> kind of made my own spot. No one you else was made around. Your Who cared? Own entire parking row. Um, but so yeah, so he pulls in, and I don't know, I don't know. There was just some part of me that was like, oh crap. And then he got out of the car, and I was not at all. I don't know what you're. Were you even paying attention? I. Uh, or, like, you were half paying attention until Ava I thought you were going to say you weren't prepared, and uh, I guess no one would be prepared for this. No, I was not prepared. So, our oldest and I were sitting in the front seat. We are kind of watching, and you were on your phone. And I don't even know if you were paying much attention. But no, I was trying to find Wolfaletta. Yeah, so... It's he very important to gets you. out of the car, and he goes... Uh... <laughs> does he... <laughs> our, oldest, our oldest daughter, like, goes... What did she say? I forget. Is he wearing pants? (laughs) And I don't... From my vantage point, I'm sitting in the passenger seat. He's getting out of the driver's side. I could not see that he did not have pants on. (laughs) But I feel like that's when you got involved. Yeah, I saw that he had a red... A a bikini bottom. (laughs) A red silk thong. Yeah, and cowboy boots. And cowboy boots with a red garter around his thigh. <laughs> yes. Which, like, no shame in your game. That yeah. you do you. That is fantastic. I am so proud of you. I think 
like the the giggling is because I just was not expecting no, that. No, wasn't expecting I had that at all. Prepared myself for an entirely different like end to that kind of scenario. So he comes out of his car. He's wearing no pants. He has on a red silk thong. Um, which you can only see when he kind of like stretches up because his button down shirt covers his thong. You can see the garter and the cowboy boots clear as day. So then he like walks around. He gets his bike. Yeah. He walks around his truck and he pulls a bike out of the back of the pickup bed and he starts messing with like, I don't know, like water jugs or whatever. Yeah. He was like trying to, he was like filling up water. He, on the passenger side, he was like filling up water into his like little nagling bottle. And um, Edith, oh, did he eat a sandwich yet? Oh, that was after. No, that was after. He, he ate a sandwich later. <laughs> this man had a whole routine going. Oh my God. So, and at some point, like, was it before or after? I don't, I you gotta, you gotta he, cut in at some point because before like, he ate, he put a leg up. He goes to the driver's side. He puts a leg up, and I think he started. I couldn't see because he was trying to cover it well, being respectful of the children, I guess, or didn't want to get <laughs> a sex like uh, a decency charge and oh. have to register. Now he's not peeing in a bottle. There's no way. Oh yeah, he's peeing in a bottle. Yep, he's definitely yeah, peeing in a bottle. Yeah, he's peeing in a bottle. So this man, our oldest daughter, she is always. She's in the front seat. She has to be. There's no vehicle that can accommodate as many kids as we have unless it's like some kind of ridiculous cargo van, which maybe we should look into. We're thinking about it. But, so she's sitting in the front seat and she's watching this. And like, I think it was after he peed in the bottle before he ate the sandwich, he like came around and like locked eyes with me and like kind of like gave me like the salute. Like, yeah, he waved. He was like, hey. Howdy, ma'am. <laughs> Did I say anything? Well, you just waved back. I waved back and smiled. I mean, like... We all waved back and smiled. It was, like, not a thing. Like, I'm... There's no thing here, except for, like, like I said before. It was just that I was not expecting... I had I had just notions of what that interaction was going to look like. I it didn't... did not turn out that way. So, he peed in the bottle. He came around. He waved. We Yeah, we all waved and smiled. And, you know, good luck out there on your bike in New Orleans in your underpants. I mean, it was Saturday. There was some uh, bachelorette parties. He's probably had to entertain. Yeah? You think that's what that was for? I mean... You think he was, like, a stripper? Samuelate the stripper? I don't know. Well, like, wouldn't he start with pants? Because isn't the point to strip? Uh, that's true. It's true. He would dress like a cop or a cowboy. I thought he was just out looking for like a good old time, riding his bike through the crowds on Saturday night in New Orleans. You know what? I think I think you're right, actually. It's not Sam Elliott stripper. He's just uh. Yeah, I didn't. One think of those was... uh, big city eccentric characters. Yeah, like Austin's got that roller skating naked guy or whatever. New York has any number of people. You really haven't traveled the country. <laughs> I haven't traveled the country at all. Any number. But I, I, I imagine New York has a lot of eccentric naked people riding around. I don't know that there's a ton of naked people in New York City. It's Not cold, in the winter. But. In the summer, I bet they get naked. They've got, like, the Tin Man, the Space Guy, all those, like, dancing Michael Jackson people, the mimes. I don't know if I, I, I don't know. It's been a long time since I've been to New York, so maybe there is a naked guy there now. I don't know. If you guys know, write into the show. Uh, yeah, tweet, let us know. Tweet at them. I don't. Tweet I would, at the old, the, the real ODP. 
if you've got any like naked big city stories. Naked big city stories. <laughs> yeah, so that uh, was... sounds like a HBO special. <laughs> Something what's her name would write. Um what's that girl's name? The girl from Oberlin. Man, I don't know who you're talking about. I guess you do. She was she had a show on HBO. Sarah Jessica Parker? No! Oh my god. What's her name? I'm gonna look it up. Lena Dunham. Lena Dunham? Yeah. She had a hysterectomy? Yeah, she was really like public about it. Okay. Oh, alright. Well Lena Dunham had a hysterectomy. So That's yeah, I can information see her I didn't know until today. Putting on a show about naked big city encounters. Naked sick big city encounters. People strolling down the street. <laughs> on the it, bike. Letting it blow in the breeze. Oh my god. I'm trying to be like that guy from Pokers on the Point. I don't know what that is. Yeah, that's a HBO thing. What is it? You never heard of Hookers on the Point? No. It was an HBO about the special about, well, that Hookers on the Point. <laughs> okay. And the guy, the guy had a, the guy was the like guy. On the point of what? On the point of breakdown? No. Uh, there was a place called the Point, and the hookers would go there, <laughs> and they would hook. You know, we watch very different genres of television. How are we? Oh God, I got, I can't do the impression of it. It's like. Ladies walking down the street selling their wares. I don't know. I, I'm doing a terrible job. Terrell's laughing at me right now as he's Does editing this. Do you even know what this is? Hookers on the point. Hookers on the point. Uh, I got to All right. Well, later I'm gonna uh, have you listen to Hookers on the Point uh, narration. I first became aware of Hunts Point when I owned a gypsy cab back in the 70s. While attending college, weekend gypsy cabbing became my meal ticket. A female fare I picked up in front of an after-hours club in Harlem wanted to go to Ho Avenue in the Bronx. As we arrived at Ho Avenue, she said, not this Ho Avenue, but the Ho Stro on the point. Follow the traffic. It was early Sunday morning as we crossed this little bridge, and I thought we had entered a zone from another planet. Cars were cruising, rubbernecking. Women were walking butt-naked on city streets. She gave me $10 for the ride and asked, can I pick her up in four hours? For the next few hours and the next few years, I rode around in this strange, fascinating world, picking up fare after fare. Hookers, hookers at the point, not hookers on the point. Sorry. That's why I got it wrong. Uh, but uh, watch it later. The narrator is like very interesting. Okay. And, um... 2002? What was I doing in 2002? I don't know. I'm not watching Hookers on the Point. Nope. At the Point. That was before I knew you, so... And, uh, it was before I knew you, too. Okay, well, I feel better then. At least we didn't, like, go see that together. And All I right. mentally blocked it out. Anyway. <laughs> so that was our... Sam Elliott. Our Sam Elliott... Encounter. I mean, it thong. might have even been Sam Elliott. Get I don't know. I don't know. It might have been Sam Elliott. He doesn't seem like the type that would do that. He doesn't. However, New Orleans is a big city, and if you're going to let loose, yeah, that's a place to do it. So, no shame in his game. No, and I, like, you know, looking back, I'm yay, rooting for him, right? No, good for like, him. I'm... I'm, I'm 
proud. I hope he, he has so much fun. I, I appreciate people. I respect people who live out loud. I don't Yeah. I don't oh, live yeah. out loud. I live at a medium uh, volume. That is not true. That's not true? That is not true. You go ask any of these neighbors in this any of these campsites. You are not the literal bad. volume. I'm talking about like <laughs> like being boisterous. Not the literal volume of my voice. I'm loud. I know, I know that. I don't know, Gabe. I just I think that your boisterous is different than his boisterous. Well, I wouldn't wear a thong. I don't have the legs for it. Well, but like, would that make you happy? No. That's why you don't do it. No, I I like uh, boxer briefs. They're very comfortable. Well, no, like I'm okay. I, that's not what I meant. Oh. I meant like. Like you packed up your entire family and put it. Yeah, that's pretty bold. I'm pretty bold. I should be proud of myself. Yeah, you're saying you live at a medium volume and like, no, you don't. Well, um, I just meant like, I'm not red thong wearing. Uh, did we mention it was a red thong? I feel like we definitely rented mentioned it was a red thong. Wait, I'm not a red thong wearing cowboy. No, but like I'm on. If there's a spectrum, I'm closer to like. I guess I'm not looking at it as like a red thong to like boxer brief spectrum. I'm looking at it as like, are you aligned with the things that make you happy? Like, are you living your truest self, or are you like suppressing it and you know, kind of like living in the closet? I guess. I'm not living in the closet. That's what I'm What's saying. What's your deal? See, we had a, a, a skim, as you skim listeners know, we had an episode where we talked about my wife asking me how I'd feel to get blown by the rock. <laughs> Did that happen? You asked me that, yes. When? You don't remember this. We had a whole episode about it. Oh my God, no. We, call, we even named the episode after it. Okay. Because I really just came out of, like, nowhere and said, would you like a blowjob from Dwayne the Rock Johnson? I, I, you are, it, not out of nowhere. Not like we we're chopping up vegetables for dinner and like, hey, by the way. No, we were talking about sexuality. Oh, yeah, and about and, how it's fluid. And how it's fluid and everything. And, and I used said, the you rock. S- you used the rock as an example. And I'm like, no, I don't, wouldn't want the rock. All I don't I'm think the saying rock, the rock doesn't seem like the type that would like to do that either. If you were in a dark room, okay, let's hear this. Let's hear it from her. <laughs> let's hear it from her point of view. If you're standing in a dark room and you're under the assumption that the person servicing you is a female, and then all of a sudden the lights go on, I mean you're enjoying it, right? Like, uh, okay, it, you're enjoying it. I don't even. I don't even like this story. <laughs> But like you're being surfaced, serviced in a, and it's dark, and you have no whose mouth is where. Well, I don't know. I'm a kind of a visual kind of guy. I like to see the person servicing me. So you would not at all be excited by like touch. Uh, I just need a combination of both. Okay. Well, I mean, then I don't. I don't know. I guess I just. I'm. If someone is making me feel good and I can't see what their body like who they are physically doesn't change the fact that like I'm feeling good um, and that's where I think sexuality can be more fluid than we as a culture give it credit for I, I guess but because, I know what I like in it. and if your mind's not there and you're preconceived 
like notions and your culture conditioning isn't there and you're it's just physically you and your body does it make a difference if it's you know I don't Jennifer Aniston or The Rock I mean if I had my druthers I don't know what that word means <laughs> if I had my preference oh uh, but I don't know that uh, well right but like is your preference just physically speaking or are there other things involved in it like the way that you were raised and all the conditioning that you have from family and from society and from religion and from you know pro- American propaganda like that's what I'm saying is like if you strip all that away and it's just the physical sensation sexuality is more fluid than I think we as a culture give it credit for and that's the whole point of what I was trying to okay. say okay that's a good that's it's a possibility it's a possibility I mean I don't know if I've been conditioned to be a certain way I mean I just I'm just saying that like I like I mean I don't know how long how when does the conditioning begin because I remember liking girls in like preschool I had a crush on a girl oh my gosh I imagine conditioning begins like way before that like think about how many times we say with our baby like oh look at you got a little boyfriend you know with babies in our culture and I try to avoid that when two babies are together and there's a pink one and a blue one and they go look at the little cuties are you going to get married yeah they do do that there's so much sexual sexuality like conditioning in like in the formative years when like it's not even a thing like long 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 before puberty so i don't know i don't just i just don't think that like a mouth is any different well i prefer i prefer not you i mean i don't know to pick the manliest of men what well he picked a pretty manly man to 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 for an example, that's why I can't. <laughs> yes, like, maybe I just thought because he doesn't have a beard. Like he does not have a beard. That is true. He's very like like a seal. He's very smooth. <laughs> Got a smooth head. So like you wouldn't get like lost in like the whole like stubble hmm. sensation. But I wasn't thinking like <laughs> oh, he's a manly man. He's all muscly and everything. I mean, but like his mouth isn't muscly. I don't know. It's a mouth. Okay. I look. You're not gonna get me to admit that I want to get blown by the rock. That's not what I'm saying. I don't think any. Well, I mean, I'm sure there's lots of people who want to get blown by the rock, but. Um, there probably might be. Oh. You know. There, I'm sure there are. I'm sure there are. I'm just saying that, like, you cannot stand in like good faith and good knowledge and say yes I'm 100% heterosexual I only like women da, 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 da. when like if you were put in a different circumstance you have no idea what you would like that's true I mean I guess we're all I just... just a product of all the moments that lead us up to, to right now wow this conversation went way off the rails I mean well it's not that off the, it's not that off the rails I mean at some point uh I mean, we're supposed to be talking about traveling, and now we're talking about you getting blown by Dwayne Johnson. Well, nope. I don't want the Johnson, Johnson, Dwayne Johnson on my Johnson. <laughs> and um, I, 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 I mean, 
we got the guy who was manly on the top and uh, party at the bottom. Wait, what? Uh, with the stripper Sam Elliott. Oh yeah, I mean that's for sure. That I okay. He probably has an interesting story. I How wish could you not look at that man and not have an interesting story? I mean, yeah, I, everyone's got an interesting story, don't you think? What do you wish I? What were you about to say? I don't know. I don't remember. I feel like really derailed. I feel kind of discombobulated. This conversation has gone <laughs> all over the place. Well, it's keeping with the theme of the show because we do that all the time. We just get off the rails. Okay. Well, maybe you should rename this segment, like, Off the Rails with the Real ODP. Well, we're still on the road. It was a story from the road. I wouldn't have had the story if I stayed in Cleveland. That is true. And it is about our traveling. The night of the trip. I, everything about that instant is seared into my memory forever. I will never, ever think of new orleans and not think of him in particular ah yeah yeah he will yeah <laughs> family memories <laughs> it was such a oh my gosh kevin well, kevin just jumped on you don't have head. to bleep out kevin kevin's our dog you guys know that right yes they know about kevin oh god he's horrible and um uh, so from New Orleans, uh, well, we, we headed uh, back to Mobile, Alabama. I'm not going to recap everything. I'm just giving people uh, a, a little preview of what we will talk about next time. Oh, what are we going to talk about next time? Are we going to tell them where we are now? Uh, well, we're coming to you from Arkansas. The state. Yeah, the natural state, I guess. That's what the name of it. I thought it was the diamond state because... The natural state. Okay, I would have went with the Diamond State. That sounds cooler. That's me, but I don't, I don't, I'm not in the habit of giving states nicknames. Well, it's not and my that, job. And like, What's Ohio? The Buckeye State. You don't know Ohio? Yeah, I just said it was the Buckeye State. <laughs> you just asked, like, what well, is it? Well, means, and the heart of it all. I don't think that's its nickname. That's yeah, a nickname. It's it, it is a nickname. You know what is funny to me, and I don't know, maybe, maybe you've noticed this too, but like. Uh, when we were in Ohio and like living in Cleveland and living there, now I've traveled a lot and you have not. I have not. That's um, why we're doing this. I know. But like, I guess I just didn't really realize how small Cleveland is. Yes, that's another thing we should be talking about. We got a real sense of, I, I love Cleveland to death. It's 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 the city where I come from. So run, run. Uh, but it. Uh, it is small compared to some of these cities. Yeah, like I don't know, maybe, and I guess it's just because it's one of the bigger cities in in, in Ohio, and it just—I don't know. Like we drove through Atlanta. We drove Atlanta through Houston. Huge. Houston is huge. Houston is huge. And like we were in Miami. Miami's huge. I mean, we know these cities are bigger than Cleveland, but like. Did you realize they were like 16 times the size of Cleveland? Well, to be fair, if city if, if Cleveland said F it, you suburbs don't get be don't get to be your own cities anymore. You're part of Cleveland. Uh, it'd be pretty big. But I don't think like I think Atlanta and Houston and Miami all have their own suburbs too. They do. Yeah. Well, they just think I don't know from not traveling. 
We literally traveled through those places. I didn't travel to the suburbs. Yes, we did. Okay. I thought those were separate cities. So, like... It's like Fort Lauderdale is a suburb of Miami. Get the fuck out of here. It is. Well, now it's big and it's like its own urban area, but it... It's like... It's like what Avon is to the city center of Cleveland. Huh. Oh. Is it Cooper... What's it called? Cooperstown? Yeah, that's where your aunt is. Oh, don't be giving out her information. I don't want to stalk her to get her. <laughs> Do you want to see? Is that, is that going to happen? No, I don't think that's going to happen. I mean, happen. with that limited <laughs> snippet of information that a woman lives in Cooperstown, Florida, that might be related to you. Okay. I guess... Did I tell you how excited we are when you once once a long time ago you had a uh uh you got your own Twitter and you Who called was? it you yeah and you were Mrs. Podfather and I thought we had like a fan who wanted to stalk me and it turned out to be just you not that I didn't love you and I was oh like oh my God. but we we're like oh man we re- we arrived. And we we turned, have fans that want to stalk us. And it turned out to be just your dumb one. Well, I didn't want uh, one of our pets to get boiled in the fatal attraction type of thing. Wait, no, I, I don't want to say fatal attraction because he did actually cheat in fatal attraction, didn't he? I have no idea. I never, you never seen that movie? No. Neither have I. Okay. Is I that just, like a thing? Most people have seen it? Well, we did talk about... This is something we can bring from the main show to this episode. It's like a... Oh, pop culture thing that you haven't seen or taken part of but you kind of fake your way through it and i said my thing was titanic like i knew enough about titanic to pretend i know about titanic but i never seen the movie titanic's probably the only pop culture thing that like i have seen there's so much i haven't like star wars you haven't seen Mm -mm. you've seen jurassic park though because our second son (laughs) um because he loves dinosaurs uh, like I, I could all every literally every movie that you've ever seen, I've never seen like that gopher one. What the golf gopher? Oh, uh, Caddyshack. Um, the nerds. Revenge of the nerds. Yeah. Saw that with me. I don't remember. Is that the rape one? It's not the rape one, but it it has a scene that. Yeah, it actually does include a rape scene. Okay. Um, that wasn't meant to be. What do you mean it wasn't meant to be? I'm sure the guys that's like, all right, you know what would be great in this comedy about nerds getting back at the people who picked on them? A rape. I don't think anyone uh. thought that. Oh, nope, you go back to sleep. You're not part of this. And, uh... Yeah, I just... Uh, that's... I don't know. I don't know. I Even then in the 80s, I feel like that was not okay. But maybe it was. I was a little kid in the 80s. I saw that movie <laughs> when I was... I had to have been seven years old when I saw that movie. What? Yes. Oh, my God. What's that other one that everyone talks about? With, um... Scarface? I saw that when I was seven. I don't think I've... I saw that once with you. I was old. I don't even remember it. But could you think you can fake your way to any of these pop culture things? Yeah, there's so many. There's so many, like, like especially Star Wars in particular, because it's so mainstream. All the, I know, like, the characters and 
I guess the like little cliche sayings, you know, like I watched um, Spaceballs and laughed through the whole thing. It was a parody of Star Wars. Oh, right. okay. So I could see that. I, I, I could, and I get some of the references of Fatal Attraction, for example. I could, she boils a bunny. What? Uh, yeah, she boils a bunny because she's stalking this. Uh, That's terrible. It is a terrible. Why would you watch that? I didn't watch that. Oh God! But uh, Michael Douglas and Glenn Close and Cruella Deville. Yep. Okay. Was it old? Yeah, it's in, from the eighties. Oh. I'll have to read the plot to you sometime. All right. We are running a little bit long and getting off the getting off the subject, but uh, uh, let's wrap this up. That was a terrible tie-in to like the main show. It was something that, uh... <laughs> you, like, set that up like it was going to be, like, a whole nother segment, and then you're like, okay, we're done. Oh, sorry. Well, no, that was from... That was an idea from the main show. What what pop culture thing can you, uh, fake your way through? Oh, that was it? The question, and I said so many, was the answer, so we're done now? Yeah. Okay, cool. All right. From my family to yours? That sounds good. What did you say last time? That was terrible. I don't remember. Oh, gosh. And uh, we will uh, see you from... Uh, will we give you... You know what a lot of people say to us when we leave? Safe what? travels. Yeah, safe travels. Safe travels. And we say, you too. It's, it's like a full-time family thing. Yeah, you wouldn't understand. You you stagnant. Stationary people. Station, stationary people with stable lives. Sticks and bricks. <laughs> Not crazy ideas to travel the country with six, with six people. Two dogs, two a dogs, cat. a cat, and a, a guinea well, pig. we started with two guinea pigs. We lost one. Rest in peace. Throwing out for peanut. Love you. Stomp on down to the mean streets of Reddit. And we see Let what's going say, on in the, in the subreddit. Hello, Reddit. <laughs> Am I the asshole? Hello. And I think we got I think we have a, a nice selection this week. Uh beginning with Am I the asshole? I didn't disclose the details of my inheritance to my wife. Am I the asshole for not choosing a kid-friendly movie at my birthday? Am I the asshole for telling my husband to get over his dead mother? Am I the asshole for wanting my stepdaughter to switch schools in her junior year to live with us? Am I the asshole for buying my girlfriend a blender instead of a necklace she wanted for our anniversary? <laughs> Am I the asshole for not getting my girlfriend a gift for her birthday? And am I the asshole for not scheduling the new hire's vacation? As always, one of these has happened already. You just didn't know it. But you know it now. <laughs> so, uh, you know what it is. Emma the asshole. I didn't disclose the details of my inheritance to my wife. We found this one the most interesting uh, of, 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 of those that remain. And so I'd like to get down with y'all on that particular one. My wife 
has been a SAHW since the beginning of our marriage. Everybody know what that means? Stay at home wife. Yeah. She got an inheritance from her grandfather a few years ago. It was about 5 million Indian rupees. Don't worry, I've done the research. 5 million Indian rupees is about 60, 65K. Yes, 65.7 to be correct. In case you're wondering what the, what the, you know, that's a, no, not bad, not bad. I was super excited when I, when it, when I came to know about it, thinking that we'd be finally able to repay our previous landlord. However, she refused, saying that it's her money gifted to her by her grandfather. She also said that it was the only money she could claim as just hers. So she wanted to keep it. I was super hurt because I've never once told her that my earnings were mine only. I always treated it like our money. I then told her that if she didn't share her inheritance, any further inheritance of mine wouldn't be shared among us either. She agreed. She then went on to buy herself a car. <laughs> Go, girl. <laughs> Fast forward to now, almost four years later. My parents, my parents left me their entire assets, which comes to about 40 million Indian rupees, which, if you're wondering, is about half a million dollars. A little more than half a million dollars. Again, chunky. I told my wife I got an inheritance and she seemed quite unbothered by it. She said that I can do whatever I want with it. So first, I paid off my student loans and bought myself a nice laptop. Then I invested the rest. Excuse me. Then I invested the rest of it. My wife asked me where I got the money to pay off my student loans and buy myself a laptop. And I reminded her about my inheritance. She was surprised that my inheritance was so much and started and started saying that I was selfish for not having told her the exact amount. I reminded her of our agreement and said that it shouldn't matter how much inheritance I got since each of us was free to do whatever we wanted with our own inheritances. I told her that if she asked, if she had asked me, I would have told her. She started crying and said that if I kept such I, that I kept such a big information away from her, she has locked herself in her room and is refusing to speak to me. Am I the asshole? Edit. Also point to be noted that 30 million out of the 40 million was used to repay my student loans. I spent close to two locks on my computer and invested eight locks. L-A-K-H-S. I don't know what a lock is when compared to a rupee. I studied abroad, so my student loans were a lock. Let's look up what a lock is. I hear rupee and I just immediately think Legend of Zelda. Same. Every damn time, uh, a lock is a hundred thousand dollars, a hundred thousand rupees. So that's how you that's how you can work those numbers out. So two locks is two hundred thousand rupees. Eight locks, eight hundred thousand rupees, and you know we work that out. Ah, uh, but is this person an asshole? Only because the Anthony Rule abides here. You knew you weren't an asshole. So why are you writing in to me to ask me if you're an asshole? Uh, <clears throat> I don't I don't know if I agree. I think this was this is everybody sucks here. Because like uh, Factual. like it's like he kept he he went hard on her rule because of what she did. Yeah, I, I was gonna say that like my initial thought was everybody sucks here, but 
I didn't agree with your Anthony rule statement only because I feel like he probably wanted to do the right thing, but she kind of forced her, his hand, but he's maybe second guessing it. So that's why he's seeking validation from the internet. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, man, I, 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 they came to, they came, they came to terms and she said, Hey, he said, look, look, if I come up some dough, I mean, I mean, I'm gonna keep it myself. Right. Man, keep your fucking little dough because she didn't think he was gonna get shit. And instead he got he got hit with the crispy and she softy off of that shit now. That that's what I mean. It's like they had an agreement, but he probably didn't want to do the agreement. He just went yeah. along with it because of what she wanted. Because he, then, he probably feels bad about what he got, yeah. thinking that he would have wanted to share it with her, but now because of what her what she did. He he went ahead and, and did what he wanted to do, but he still feels guilty about it. Yeah, and I, I feel like he I feel like uh, because he has always thought of it as their money. He he feels a bit like, damn man, I really wish I could have told you about how dope this is. I got to pay off my student loans, and we are going to be debt free and so forth and so on, and that could be dope. But you told me not to talk to you about this shit, so I don't know if he sucks for it. Because he's really just doing what was what was asked of him. So I'm not gonna say he sucks, but I'm not gonna call her the asshole because she's not. I mean, she is. It, it was kind of asshole. She's like, I ain't giving you shit, and I'm buying a whip. Kind of an asshole. Yeah, she she she. But okay, but then at the end of that, she also was just like, I'm not gonna talk to you and like like using like a um um <clears throat> like you using her emotions to get a reaction out of him. Like um, and it was. I don't know. Like I, did, I just kind of feel like uh, you need to leave her ass. <laughs> Take your yeah. rest on rupees and get the fuck out. <laughs> oh shit! You can't say I said that this week, Gabe, because I didn't. <laughs> but uh, you ain't wrong. You ain't wrong, my guy. Yeah. So let's uh, let's hit the. Uh, the comments, if we see anything uh, of, of note, I, I don't see anything glowing, but let's see if we got anything with some uh, some chunkiness to it. The OP's wife is hurt because her own actions led to her getting the short end of the stick. Too bad. That's from Crystals 2000. I think the way you read it, it's like, too bad, so sad. <laughs> Someone responded to that to say, it's funny, but in the US, OP's wife would be legally correct. Even for the wrong reasons, in the absence of a prenup, the wife, even as a stay-at-home mom, would have pl- pretty equal share slash ownership of any money slash property brought into the marriage during the marriage, even if it's just from her husband's earnings, inheritance, and awards from certain PI claims are the exceptions to this. Obviously, OP is not in the U.S., but here, technically, that inheritance is hers and his is his. But even still, in practice, most people I know make decisions about any windfall from inheritance as partners. OP is not the asshole, and this is not a good look for his wife. She's only upset because OP got more, got more, and she won't have access to it. Yeah, okay, I, I guess I don't know. I don't know if that's the case. I didn't take from her that she was jealous. I just take. take I, I took from her that. Uh, but I guess that would be. I guess that should be what I took from it, right? I mean, like, it, it was. I think she was more. She was hurt, but I don't know. That shit's just weird as fuck. Like, why would you? Why would you be hurt when you told me not to tell you this shit? 
Like, I mean, laid down rules about this shit. But that was four years ago. She'd be a different person for all we know. Things gonna change. Yeah, it's just like when 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 you when you when you 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 you're going to get going, getting your fries and your uh, your buffalo loaded, and your and your girl like you ain't get me one. I was like, I told you I was getting a buffalo loaded. I told you I was getting a buffalo loaded. You said you said you ain't want a buffalo loaded. That's why I got Fuck. the six. That's why I got the nine inch. You can have you can have the three that you like. You can have the booty in or the ranch bread. Uh not to, not not for nothing. But uh, Vanessa uh, DoorDashed uh some Mr. Hero the other day, and I had mm-hmm. a chicken Philly for the first time in thousands of years. It's been so so long since the last time I ate a Mr. Hero. And God damn, was that shit good. Also, it's way too much food. I only went with the 10. I ain't go 14. I went 10. Still too much food. <laughs> I was very full. I was uncomfortably full. Show me that smile. Yeah. Show me yeah, that, that smile. smile. Don't waste another minute on your crying. It's been stuck in my head. <laughs> We've seen that with more regularity than you think. Yeah. <laughs> it's been stuck in my head since you started talking about the winter years. Yeah. I know it's a different show, but still, it's like that's where my mind went. That's them hitting theme songs. We should do a t- maybe we'll talk about that next week. This week. So I, 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 I'll scroll a list of what I thought was some hitting theme songs. Those TikToks I've sent the, the Instagram chat that that dude makes were like the cartoon theme songs. Shoot, fucking 80s and 90s, man. They were putting heart and soul in those things. <laughs> Bruh, the greatest American hero, bosom buddies, uh, uh, Different strokes is a pretty good one because that motherfucker comes in kind of hard. Now the world don't move. Right for you. May not be right for some. A man is born. He's a man man of means. And alone come too. They got nothing but a dream. Everybody's got a special kind of story. Damn, like, like that song goes so hard, bro. It's got a different standard. And no matter what you got, not a lot. So what? You got yours, and they'll have theirs, and I have mine. And just because we got. (laughs) That's a good ass song, man. Yeah, that song goes. WKRP in Cincinnati also goes hard. I want y'all to know that shit. That shit, that one, that one goes hard too. But uh, that, uh, oh. But, uh, uh, next up. Am I the asshole for not scheduling the new hire's vacation? Am I the asshole for not scheduling the new hire's vacation? I'm the manager of a small team at a large company. Each manager does their team schedule. I hired Lacey last week. Lacey told me when she accepted the job that she already had a non-refundable vacation plans at the end of May. I told her that I did the schedule and would try to accommodate her. I couldn't accommodate her at all. There's already another team member out. I put up the schedule and was very surprised at an email from Lacey regarding her vacation not being scheduled. I informed her we didn't have the flexibility and that she was expected to work. When I went to my lunch break, I walked by Lacey's desk and was surprised to see it packed. She handed me her lanyard and told me she quit. She said that she was, wasn't losing out on, a 25, on $2,500 and that she had already had an offer from one of the other jobs that she had turned down that promised her vacation was safe. I'm now being called into my boss's office because she quit so fast. 
But in my experience, if you start a new job, you understand that you are the last for vacation. Hmm. My fiance says that I'm an idiot. And she was te- and she was telling me, not asking me. Too long didn't read. Didn't grant new girls vacation request and she quit. Am I the asshole for not approving it? As far as I'm concerned, it was a condition of her hirement, of her accepting the job, <laughs> that she was taking that fucking vacation. Exactly. It was the same thing for me uh, when I accepted a position. I had a, a fucking vacation already scheduled, and when I took the job, I'm like, look, this was already approved. You know, I'm gonna, not going to be here. I ended up missing seven out of my nine days of new hire training for that position. Yeah. <laughs> That's it's it's is real as 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 a condition for her taking the job. She told him this is what's expected. He agreed to it and then didn't go th- come through with it. Of course you're the asshole. Anthony Rule applies. You fucking knew you was the asshole. And <laughs> yeah, before you did it. Yep. <laughs> no, that's, that's why the, this co- this guy comes across as one of those people that thinks that you should give up everything in your personal life for for a job. Yeah. Because that's what he's he's trying to do to, to get ahead. You know, he's given up his morality and sensibilities to try and be you know, push out of middle management. Yeah. And most people now like they're fighting back and you know, fuck that. If you have another job and they're willing to, to give you what you want, go. Yeah, for sure. I and and, and that is that is of course the the the, the entire uh, point we have going on right now. People want to. People swear that the the youth is anti-working. No, they're pro-working. They're pro being paid uh, 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 an appropriate wage for what they do, having the time to work. And like I said, condition of this woman's employment was: I got a vacation that I cannot get a refund on. And uh, if you cannot accommodate me, buddy, I'll see you on the flip. Respect due. See you on the flippity flop. We got a nice little glow in the dark comment. Also, for the record, this post got locked because they came in like like Thor himself with the lightning on this motherfucker. So <laughs> the, the mods were like, sorry, had to lock this. The angry mobs was coming in from other subs, so we had to shut it down. <laughs> but this glow-in-the-dark post says, you're the asshole. Excuse me, it's from Away, Ref- Away Refuse 8493. Always like to give their names. You're the asshole. Lacey told you when she accepted the job that she already had a non-refundable vacation plans at the end of May. She conditionally accepted the job. The condition was her vacation. Oh my God, what kind of company is this? She did the right thing by <laughs> by piecing out. I mean, Box already said that. Basically, just you know, was like, this person simply agreed with my man Daniel's exact words, and that was mm-hmm. this was based, this was a condition for their. I their deserve respect. a glowing comment. <laughs> <laughs> two glowing comments. <laughs> so put, put some respect. Oh, two. You want a second? Well, here here's another. And this one says, "This is by Ms. Rabble underscore AF. You're the asshole." When an employee quits, they are firing their manager. You showed her what kind of manager you are, and she fired you for it. Mm, Never thought of it that way, but that is that is a take. So, uh, yeah, buddy, you're the asshole. I think you knew it the whole time. So uh, that's that, and uh, on to the next. So in the realm of entertainment, I started and finished Twice, Turnip Boy commits tax evasion on both the PC and the Xbox. It comes with my Game Pass subscription. And that game is so much fun. You can probably beat it in like two, three hours. It's a real short game. But Turnip Boy commits tax evasion is hilarious. It's a way fun little game. Top-down adventure, kind of in the kind of 
I wouldn't even call it a Zelda like because it's really not. You're just walking around doing little missions, <laughs> and uh, you don't really commit tax evasion. You simply tear up a tax bill. <laughs> But also, you tear up lots of stuff throughout that game. This is a real fun title. Turner Boy commits tax evasion. Uh, the, 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 it was the first game I beat here in May of this year. Uh, continue to keep record of games I beat beat this year. But it's it's got some kind of hiccups with its uh, achievements because I, di- I did everything, so I should have all the achievos for it, and I simply don't. So I might go back and run through it again just so I can see if, if I can make the achievos pop because uh, – I liked it, and it's short, and now I can just run through it even quicker because I know where everything's at. So that's what's popping there in the realm of video games. The new season of Halo uh, Infinite started, and I have not re- I've not touched it, but I do want to. So I may, I, maybe I'll get down with that uh, Friday because uh, I took the day off. So I'll, maybe I'll get down with that. Um, have I watched anything? I did. I watched. Oh my god! I watched a lot. I watched Doctor Strange. I watched uh, Endgame, uh, Infinity War, Endgame, and I watched uh, a couple episodes from What If because I was trying to. I'm just getting prepared for uh, Doctor Strange into the multi, in, in the multiverse of madness, and so to prepare for that, I was like just getting getting things that people said you should watch off the list. I uh, they 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 also said watch WandaVision, but I had already. I actually have WandaVision is pretty fresh in my mind still. It was such a cool show that I kind of you know keep my, keep that uh keep present but they also said you should have i should have watched loki but the reasons why i should have watched loki again are fresh in my head uh kevin feige on the red carpet for the multiverse of madness explained how the end of loki influences spider-man uh no way home which then goes into the multiverse of madness and i was like oh shit the dude on the red carpet when when kevin feige said it to him he was like, did you just drop like, some surprise? He goes, no, it was right there in front of you the whole time. You just didn't know it. I was like, yo, that's wild. So that was cool information to have uh, have made canon officially. And so I kind of I, 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 I fuck with that in particular. So I'm very excited. Realized I was talking away from the mic. I'm very excited for... Uh, to see uh, into the multiverse of madness, I'm and I feel I am prepared for it now, having watched uh, all those things. I don't think I watched anything else. Oh, I, I, and for those, I pulled out. Well, did I watch Doctor Strange? I watched on Disney Plus, but for the other two, for the other two, I pulled out my my, my Blu rays. I got 4K Blu rays of those, and I was like, we're gonna watch these in in a full fat so I can get all the color and so forth and so on. So that's what's going on there. Y'all been playing or watching anything? I finished Moon Knight okay. today. I, not a one episode. I'm going. I'm talking about the bench all through it. So, did they wrap it up uh, successfully? You were concerned last week that they weren't going to be able to pull it off. Um, I would say yeah. Um, it seems though that's trending that it's not a series finale. Now it's more of a season finale. Oh. Um, I don't think there's been an official confirmation yet, but there was like a rumor this morning. That like one of the show producers or someone attached to the show tweeted something about the series finale and then they took it down. Um, so that's that's the rumor and the way that it ended, I could see it going to another season, but um, I don't think it's like necessarily necessary. But I would say the show is okay. Okay, if you enjoy 
trying to figure out puzzles while you're watching and keeping track of like hints and shit. Mm-hmm. Um, if you just want to watch like a mindless show, probably not for you, but yeah. Yeah. Um, it was okay. Okay. I like, I think Loki's probably been the best or at least as far as I can tell, most necessary show that they've done. Mm, okay. But uh, it's it's an all right show. I don't hate it. I would argue Hawkeye is my favorite. I do have a particular affinity for the uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, but I want more of that. I like that buddy cop dynamic they had going on there. So I just want more of that. No, well, I didn't I was- say Loki was my favorite. I just said I think it was the most important. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, I so, watched um, Killing It, um, thanks to Daniel. And... Uh- <laughs> Um, also, um, the butt bust down on, on pair. No, uh, is that uh, on Peacock? Mm. How is that? Which one? Bust down. I, I enjoyed it a lot. I thought it was really, really funny. This one is, uh, is that I mean, is Zach Fox on that show? No, is that Langston Kermit show? Langston Kermit and uh, Sam, uh, Sam J and Chris Red. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And um, killing it was way better than I thought it would be. Now, what's killing that on? It, uh, also on Peacock. Right. Um, killing It is one of those shows where because they cussing stuff on there and it's gory and bloody, kicked it up right where it needed to be. Is that, that the Craig show, Robinson show? Yeah. Okay. But they're killing, uh, they killing snakes, right? In Florida? Yes. Okay. If that show would have just been like a run-of-the-mill NBC show, it would have sucked so bad. But them being able to like cuss and show some blood and like just like kind of you know appetize it up 2010 style um, made it so much better. It's a good show. Now I was just listening to a podcast day and they said there is no truly commercial free version of Peacock to be had. Is that true? Uh, maybe. Mm-hmm. I have maybe. whatever free one that they gave me for six months. So. I cannot. You'll make me watch commercials. Fuck you will not. <laughs> I mean, at so. this point, I watch so few commercials or anything else. Like mm-hmm. it's kind of like eh, I'll take I'll take a commercial. Yeah, give me a little bit of that shit. Like how refreshing commercial on there. Yeah. You advertise me rugs or whatever they you know, whatever's they hitting at you. Fucking YouTube is getting a little ridiculous with the commercials. I have I have a uh, I have uh, YouTube Premium for years. I've had YouTube Premium when it was called YouTube Red. I YouTube, ain't seen it on YouTube in ever. YouTube needs to institute some sort of like time limitation on what they allow to run for commercials because yeah. I'm tired of like putting something on right here in the living room, then walking to the kitchen to do something and listening to whatever I put on, and then while I'm in the kitchen, it go into commercial. If it runs like a thirty second ad or something. All to the good. But when I'm in the kitchen and it starts running some 27 minute religious seminar <laughs> as a commercial, that's a little fucking ridiculous. Yeah, it's not a commercial at that point. That's a whole nother YouTube video. Yeah. Or like the people who fucking run their music videos as ads. Huh. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm not joking when I tell you. I, I realize some people are like, I ain't paying for YouTube. This is worth it. Not seeing commercials on YouTube fucks people's heads up because the people who are used to watching commercials on YouTube, they don't have to do it. Like, I'm they be at my house, I'm just being just this is why I use YouTube how I use it. You know what I'm saying? It's like another it's TV for me. 
I, I put it on my subscription. And I just watch what I want to watch. I watch I, YouTube way more than anything else that I watch anything yeah. else right now. And I'm almost getting to the point where I'm convinced that it might be worth it just for the sanity. So it was years ago that I bought bought into uh, and pay or pay for uh, Google Music at the time, which is doesn't, it doesn't exist anymore. And if you bought Google Music, you got YouTube Premium for free. It just came with it. And so I've just held on to it since. So I still have I have YouTube Music now. I never use it. It's just there because. But basically, what I'm paying for in this situation is ad free YouTube. That is why I have it. I can't even imagine what was going on during this uh, election season right here. What was it? well? It must have just been just just terrible. So <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I, I, I am so anti-commercial and I realize that's, that's whatever. And that's, and that's something I, I can do. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm okay with doing that. I just don't, I paid I, when, once, when they came, once ad three Hulu came up years ago, over, I ain't had ads on Hulu, never had ads on Netflix. Cause it's just not a thing. It's so. just funny. Like me, I have to skip the same fucking ads all the time. Like yeah. for the last like two months, it was some black dude driving around in the car, and then he's like, "My name is Richie Bennett, and I'm an Uber driver." And then then he starts like playing the guitar, and like one time I let the ad run just to figure out what the fuck was going on, and it was like because it's like an ad for like Uber driving insurance or something, oh. and he's like, "My brother introduced me to the guitar when I was a little kid, and then one day I got into an accident and I couldn't play the guitar anymore." And blah 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 blah, and I'm like, "Oh my god, okay, skip." And then lately, that one seems to have taken the back burner, and I primarily have to skip this one where it's in like black and white. It's a minute long, and it's like it starts out with some dude who's like, "A rebel took to the streets. He convinced others to join him." And then it cuts to like a black and white photo of like six Latinos on bicycles, and I'm just like, "I'm not here for this." Skip. <laughs> it's like it looks like like uh, like. Latino people with like tattoos and shit yeah. that are like on like BMX bikes, and I'm like, is this a, a really awkward Modelo commercial or what is this? <laughs> awkward Modelo commercial. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, you playing anything? Uh, I've been playing um, Ghost of Tsushima um, new pl- uh, new game plus. Okay, but I haven't Go really on. been playing that either. I um. I'm waiting on um uh, uh Sifu to come. Um I I ordered that. And I'll be playing that when that comes. But um other than that, um just every once in a while when the kids ask me to help them with um with uh Star Wars Lego game, like I'll go uh play a little bit of that. Help them jump up um up some stairs that <laughs> that they're not patient enough to do or mm-hmm. go rope to rope. Sifu just got its uh, update this week for an easy mode mm. that people are, I've been uh, been real uh, like saying hey that, thanks for adding that and it's, and and, it, and that, that that adds to the accessibility of this particular game so I think you can have a good time with that. But something else is coming this week. There's some stuff coming to Game Pass. I'm 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 like I'm not like hyped for, it, but I'm still kind of like Ooh, okay cool. We got some cool shit coming to our Game Pass. So I, I I'm. It's it's me. I'm a gamer. It's what I do. So it's cool. All right, but that's what's up, my folk. We we we've given you a show. We do it every week. 
uh, again next week but when you hear this episode it will be nearing our show's birthday but so next week the episode we record next week it's gonna be all birthday shit as we celebrate nine years of stays crunchy and milk the brand is indeed strong so if you got something you want to add to that or say something to us by the time when you hear this when you hear this we'll be recording that night so the morning you hear this, if you assuming you listen to it early, we'll be recording that night. So you got something to say, add to it, man. Go for it. Get in with us. Holla at your boy. Uh, but please rate, review, subscribe, and share the show wherever possible. Give us a follow on YouTube, Stays Crunchy. On Twitch, Stays Crunchy and Milk. On Twitter, at Skimpod, S-K-I-M-P-O-D. On Instagram, at Stays Crunchy and Milk. On Twitch, forgive me, TikTok, at Stays Crunchy and Milk. Uh, any of those, we'd certainly love to have you involved, involved with us and showing love. So we can spread more awareness of our program. If you want to support the show financially and got a few bucks to start away, feel free to join us over on Patreon. We're members of the $5 and above level get extra content each month and early access to new shows. We have merch available over on tpublic.com slash user slash stage crunchy and milk, all one word. Feel free to give us a call at 216-264-6311. That's 216-264-6311. We certainly love to hear from you. Uh, our Mr. Man this week is the real ODP. That means finally you get an on the road with the real ODP that my patrons have had for a couple weeks now. But you in the free uh, category will get that addition to this show. So this that, that'll, that'll, that'll pad this particular episode out a little more for you. But show love to my mans uh, because I asked you to take it no more than that. <laughs> That's Tatum 216. My only regret is I didn't buy that Robert Cop and Spider-Man action figure. <laughs> Robert Cop? Yeah, instead of Robocop, it was Robert Cop and it was Spider-Man. It was two action <laughs> figures, and I was like, damn. I wish I I wish I had those now. No, oh, well, next time. Well, ne- whatever comes next. Don't 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 regret anything. Just cop it. <laughs> That's Lunchbox Tuesday. You don't have to show me love. I'll settle for indifference. (laughs) (laughs) Tell that to your uh, your buddy's girlfriend. (laughs) (laughs) I am the Internet's Tabriel713. You have just been podcasting, and I know you loved it. We'll catch you next time. Peace. See you next Thursday.